The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. Welcome aboard. We are uh, off and running for the weird monsoon. What the hell's going on kind of stuff. Strange yesterday. Standing outside doing a bunch of yard stuff and then starts blowing i'm like wait a minute it's not we can't have this yet we just skip right to the monsoon that'd be great cool off get a little humid no big deal but that's good everything's acting so strange uh but uh it's there would have uh, been some good steam yesterday too yesterday oh, afternoon yeah. the- some nice water coming in it's nice little sizzle on the ground the uh, uh of course the big news everybody's jabbering on and on about here in town is the firing of monty williams he's the first one to take a bullet for the nightmare that happened to the suns last week and uh, I contend that had they lost by less than four, he'd still be their head coach. If it was a close game and they lost, he'd still be the head coach. It was the fact they got blasted. It was a post-traumatic stress disorder firing from last year. Watching them lose by 40 on their own floor last year and then do it again this year, that was a PTSD firing. But Monty's gone. The funniest part of that was on Fridays I uh, I record commercials after the show. I do a bunch of I write a bunch of them, then record a bunch of them. And I got into the Schwartz Laser Eye Center one. It's a big deal, you know, that Monty Williams had his clear lens, his eyes fixed there at the Schwartz Laser Eye Center. And they're like, you know, Suns coach Monty Williams has had it done. And I started to write that in there on Friday and thinking to myself, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't include him in anything anymore. Like, I pre-fired him. I fired him in my brain. Just I didn't think it would happen this weekend, but just in case. Well, you're Monty's mush. So I, I kind of felt a little guilty. I'm like, oh, man. Because I hemmed and hawed over it for a few minutes. Like, maybe I shouldn't. Like, uh, if I include He's still the Suns coach. People know who he is. He's a big name. He's, he's a great coach. He did a good job for a long time. But just in case the news pops up, I don't want him to be the butt of any chip. But there it was. And, See if you can go back and uh, if it's in there, just a quick. It's edit. not, and it would be. It would be, yeah. And then you just add the word farmer, <laughs> sons coach, Monty Williams, <laughs> or just have Toledo do it. So you just hear the, the word change. But yeah, it was a, uh, it was in my brain on Friday to go maybe, just you know let this one kind of settle out. I didn't, I honestly didn't think they'd do that. So now the word is, and I've heard several, uh, Steve Nash, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and then now, you know, because he was at the game. Well, he hangs out with Ishbia. He's, yeah, he's going to be a consultant for the Suns. Uh, Isaiah is going to be here a lot. And Steve Nash was the coach in Brooklyn when it all went south, and why Kevin Durant wanted a trade in the first place last summer. And then they fired Steve Nash midway through the season. It was just like can't bring him back in, especially if you plan to. It just it's all a mess right now. But we'll figure it out. And then you know, 
Is the clock on DeAndre right now? Oh, he's gone. There's no, this team was so different. He's so a, different. gone. Different scenarios, but him heading to Dallas. Or... Stephen A. Smith went off saying the reason Monty Williams was fired was because of DeAndre. DeAndre. Wow. Uh, he is the reason Monty Williams is fired as a complete bust of a first-round pick. And I'm, you know what? Finally, somebody said the word bust besides me. And I, uh, So I picked up where I left off my son's season and was all in on the Mercury because, you know, Sophie Cunningham has changed my mind about the entire Mercury. Like, I still think the WNBA is terrible, but at least she's she's like electric, like you want to watch her do stuff. She hurt herself, so now what? Now what? I'm going to go out and watch the old WNBA without any hot Sophie Cunninghams on the court. And Brittany Griner and the whole team stood for the national anthem, and she's outspoken, said, I've talked. Totally changed she my swapped tune it out. I saw America. that. Yeah, she's. I've changed my tune. That'll happen when you're so. imprisoned abroad. I've watched uh, Locked Up Abroad. Most of those people come back to the United States going, I'm not going to complain anymore. Like, there's that moment in your life where you're like, oof, I might have been a little mouthy prior. To, I, I might not have had all my uh, information in front of me. You know, I thought America kind of stunk. And so I, like, Showed my disdain for the, oh boy, that is, she's probably going to start jumping up and down when the anthem, anthem plays now. Yeah, she's, she's probably got a new perspective. She's been getting some awards. On the U.S. of A. For, you know. But good. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes it takes getting locked up for nine months in Russia for you to go, you know, what I had wasn't so bad. It's not so bad. It's kind of like leaving your entire family for a prostitute. And about four months into that prostitute, you're kind of like... I guess I wasn't so bad before. This prostitute thing's a little rough. This is paying off. Yeah, this uh, constantly cleaning these stained uh, sheets is no longer as fun as it used to be because this isn't my on these sheets. Yeah, so uh, it's Brittany's, Brittany's got a new perspective. I don't know if that brings people to the party that Brittany now all of a sudden is, but it will. I Actually, it will. I know a lot of people that are curious to go see. She's an, uh, she's an oddity now. It isn't about basketball. She's one of those people that brings you to the party because of her oddness, not her shape. That's odd too, but her, uh, you know, her story. So people go and root for that. You know, it becomes that USA USA thing, and then that'll wear thin because they'll start watching that girl basketball and go, "Oof!" I'll just root for her from a distance. I'm not going to have to watch this all the time. And speaking of basketball, the dumbest man on the planet, Memphis Grizzlies uh, guard John Morant. It, that. The weirdest thing is a few months ago, he gets caught in a TikTok video waving a gun around. Yeah. And the league's like, you can't be doing this stuff. You're, you know, and the, all the media came down and said, look, kid, you're 23. You're going to make mistakes. That was dumb. And the song that was on was by NBA Youngboy. He's waving it around. So uh, he apologized. He actually brought it up in his uh, end of season uh, press conference when he was like, yeah, kind of my actions kind of screwed this whole thing up. I, I feel like I'm to blame for why the team fell apart. And I got to grow up and be better. Well, over the weekend, he did it again. Same song. <laughs> it's the same guy, NBA young boy again, waving a gun around. And so, you know, when I saw it, I maybe missed the part of it. It's just the two fingers up and the thumb. No, he's got a gun in his hand. It's real quick, but he's got a gun in his hand. Okay. Because I saw him do both. Like, the one thing you can't do now is have a gun on TikTok. That's it. That's the only rule he's got in life. No guns on Too TikTok. Too tough, bro. But it's hard. I've never been on TikTok because I... I'll start brandishing weapons. I know it. I know better. So I keep myself away. Because I know the first thing that happens when somebody goes, you want to do a TikTok video? No. I run, grab my AK, and I'm ready to go. I'm like, yes, I do. Show me waving this at people. And I just don't understand the mentality of 
wanting to appeal to your crappy, poor, ghetto dickhead friends more than you would this new group of, like, people who aren't going to shoot at you, you know? Like, street cred's more important than being a good person and, like, just being like, i got to get rid of these guys and embrace the new life. He's a millionaire. He's got... The future is his. He basically owns the Memphis Grizzlies. It's all him. But he wants his friends that are like, you know, telling him, oh, man, you've changed, to see him as a guy that still hangs That's and does what they That's impressive that you do that. It doesn't make sense to me. I just don't understand. Like, if I could abandon losers in my life, I'd do it constantly. There's still, there's still a few. Like, if the promo crew here was like, Holmberg's not keeping it real, I'm like, good. That keeps them away from me. All they're going to do is ask for money if I get too close. That's dumb. Like, when you have something, and he's got, like, 20-plus million dollars a year coming in on more. It's going to be in the 40s. All those, you got to look at all those people that he's hanging around going, they're just going to ask me for cash. This is a group of people that's going to just bother me for things. Probably end up stealing. Oh, man. you got to get, people are too, uh, you know, I don't know if the word loyal is the right word, but. Ice-T Ice always said that, too. He's like, hey, yeah. man, when I made it, when I made it successful. It's time to bounce on them losers. Get rid of your loser friends. It's the fun of it. I remember Jeremy, who I thought the world of. He's a nice guy. But I don't want to hang out with him because he'll drag me down, man. He'd take me (laughs) down to places I don't want to go. He had that. He offered to take me to dinner, and it was a two-for-20 coupon. I'm like, we're not going there. And then I, it was a good ploy on his part. What I end up doing, we end up going somewhere I like. And I'm footing the bill for that, of course. And I'm fine with that. Thank God I talked you into not playing that... uh, video you and he did with waving guns and stuff. Oh, well, we were TikTok buddies for a little while where we were aiming guns at people. And we were playing, you know, Northwest Indiana. That's what we did. We were kissing sisters and shooting guns at, you know, refrigerators. The last thing I'd want to do, if I went back to Indiana and they're like, you've changed. I'm like, you're goddamn right. Have you looked around? Thank you. Here's the thing. You haven't. That's the problem. You haven't changed. Evolve, man. You've had choices too, West <laughs> yeah. Virginia. Oh, I could, Indiana. I could go back to people that New uh, Mexico. That, man, are you different than you used to be? I'd be like, <laughs> thank you. You're not. You f-ing loser. Bye. I don't understand trying to keep it real with your loser friends. If they haven't made, if they haven't evolved, why do you have to devolve to hang out with them? Why do you have to turn back the clock to be like, no, 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 I'm still cool. There's nothing like they and those dudes. You never know their names. The TikTok video that he's in there with twice with those guys that are, you never know their names. You don't know who they are because nobody cares about them. So they walk away going, "Ooh, John, I were in a video when he got in trouble." He's probably raving about knowing John Morant more than he is that John Morant's in big trouble. It's just so stupid to me. And that's the life lesson. You caught up, you know, knows and was drunk, high, whatever. Right. You know better than anything. There, you know, Caddyshack taught us all. There are classes. And, you know, Brady grew up in the country club. There were certain friends that you might have liked, but they're not going to the country club. They're not going in with you. Ain't happening. You just don't drag those people in. It reflects badly on you, and the next thing you know, you're out of the country club. And that's the last thing you want. You're dragging Jeremy, old Jer and you walk into the one of these McGill. For God's sakes, and you, you take him to the country club, and he makes a mockery of the whole buffet. You're like, well, this is awful. And whose guest are you? The Bogans? Hmm. Thank you. And then they go talk to you, and they kick you out. It's it's tougher just like 
for uh, John Morant. You're you're a member. You're already in it. You're in. And you have behavior like that. You get the boot. Well, that's the, the club. thing. You're in the NBA. Yeah. You're in the ultimate country club. Every one of those guys that you want to make, you know, find like they want you want them to like you. Every one of them would trade places with John Morant. Every one of them. But they make Ja feel like, man, you're different, man. You're not, you know, you're not cool anymore. So he has to act like, no, no, no. I'm still stupid like you. I'm still a moron like you. And everybody, oh, you can't, you know, you can't get rid of your roots. The f- you can't. That's the whole point of this thing is to get rid of your roots. Every parent will tell you. Even even rich kids, parents, good ones, tell them, I want you to do better than me. I want you to go further than me. I'll buy new friends if that's exactly. the case. Exactly. You've that. got, got tons money. of money now. You Don't let that's these. That's what he's doing, but it's just the wrong friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dragging anchors he's along with Get a discount then. Yeah. Look, scumbags. If I hit the lottery, I wouldn't hang out with you guys anymore. I, mean, like, there's, I have no loyalty to you when it comes down to, like, classes. You're at a different level. Oh, I don't want to drag bread around when I've got, you know, let's say I'm like that lady at Desert Diamond, won $875,000. Did you see what machine? The Sinatra slot. Was it? Oh, oh I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, man. Yeah. The Sinatra slot paid $875,000 on, uh, on a slot. The Sinatra pops uh, off for almost a million there she is standing with that did. big check. And all, I, all I'd be thinking is, who will I never talk to again? That, if I'm holding one of those big checks, be like, geez, I can probably get rid of Stebbings. I can have all new good friends. She's talking to one person, though. David Bromfield or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. He was That's right. She'll probably go on the show. I saw that you're one of the Sinatra slots. Mm. I'm David Brumbrums. She'll be getting a buffalo You're going to buy that buffalo ranch? Let's go look. My lottery dream house. Tell me how much you won. He always gets orgasmic when they tell him, we won 874000 on a lottery. $874,000. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, all I'd think about if I got that kind of cash is what friends I can't have anymore and how I'd break up with them. Because you got to break up with the friends that you're not going to see anymore. Sorry, Toledo. <laughs> I would love to go to Applebee's with you, but I'm afraid that I don't do that anymore. I'll just buy an Applebee's. Yeah, yeah if that was exactly. The case, I'm not going to, you know. Go get me an Applebee's. <laughs> and then start, and then Toledo tries to take you to dinner. And the next thing you know, if his credit card works, he's just paying you for the dinner he ate. It's fantastic. <laughs> You've changed. That's a beautiful... I'm big on the you've changed being great, and I'm big on get off my lawn. Like, people think it's an old... uh, You shouldn't stand in people's lawns. That's just common sense. I don't know how they got strapped into old people talk. And you've changed is a compliment. Unless you've gone backwards. Unless you're hanging out shooting guns on TikTok. You're like, oof, you used to... Like, if I all of a sudden started to do TikTok videos and having guns and stuff and whipping them around and... Listen to NBA Youngboy, you'd probably go, you've changed, and you'd be right. And that's not necessarily good. But you've changed from your loser friends. The whole goal is to have your loser friends eventually say you've changed. And I guarantee, like, there's people out there right now, oh, man, that's terrible. You can't abandon your roots. Yes, you can. A lot of times your roots are rotten. Go get some weed killer and stuff and get rid of the things that are growing around your awful roots. A John Morant won't. He's gonna get. He's gonna dumb himself right out of this gift he was handed. The dude is brilliant. And I think it was Shannon Sharp or somebody said it was probably a bunch of guys he grew up with with a, as much talent as he has, but chose to be stupid and got themselves all wrapped up in something and can't get into the association. 
John Morant got in. Now's the time you start cutting sandbags out of your life. That's what high school reunions are for, to find out who won. It isn't to be friends with anyone again. You're not going to go back there and, hey, oh my God, it's Theo. How are you, Theo? What's going on? Times are tough, man. I'm heavy debt. You know, got a couple gun charges, fell into some drugs. I'm like, bye, Theo. Never going to talk to Theo again. Boy, that's a shame. It's like a bad entourage. You bring <laughs> right. your friends with you, you know. That exactly. Like, you're gonna they drag you. Chance they could be uh, running into problems. They there. drag you down. They can't do it. That's why rich people and poor people don't get along very well a lot of times. It's because each one is mad at the other. One's dragging you down and the other one is rubbing it in. I don't care how much money you've got. you got a loser friend in your life. You don't drag them with you to the good stuff you've got going on. It's terrible. It goes, it's the same thing when Daryl Hammond said you can't turn a hooker into a housewife. You can't turn a loser friend into a country club member overnight. You just get rid of them. Let them figure it out. I'm a big one for abandoning losers. Think of it today. This is today's lesson. May 15th, 2023. Who do I have in my life I should cut free today and get rid of them? Dump someone today. <laughs> the dangerous part is my phone's going to be ringing off the hook probably, but that's okay. <laughs> I've talked to Trip about that. You can't hang out with uh, promo people. Like, no? No. It just looks bad. <laughs> to who? Me. <laughs> oh, I see. I don't want to think that you and I will be out doing some good stuff at good places. And you'll take one with you. You're off the invite list if you and McGill start hanging around too much. And then I'm starting to think, who do I, who do I like to hang out with more? McGill, who I like. Promo guy. Or uh, Trip, who usually foots the bill at Ocean 44 a couple times every week. I'm hanging out with Trip. McGill is never going to buy me a hamburger. <laughs> you always have classy friends. That goes for everybody. If you're poor, try not to be. And poor people usually drag poor people with them, and that keeps you poor. Never understood that. In fact, if you've got a deadbeat living in your house today that hasn't worked for more than 40 days, kick him out. Today's the day. That's it. You're not doing anybody any favors. You're just hurting yourself. That's it. You're done. We've been friends since fifth grade. Have you? Because he seems to be taking advantage of that. You're doing well. Deadbeat sitting on your couch going, today's the day, bro. I'm going to go out. Put the controller down, asshole. Go get a job. <laughs> it's the time to do it, too, before it gets too late. We have new recruits coming up from the border. Oh, yeah. There, there'll <laughs> be the, all, every restaurant's going to be filled. Oh, they're going to hard work your deadbeat right out. Yep. Yeah, today's the day you got to get your ass out and get a job because Title 42 has been orderly so far. But just wait. The Chris Valenzuela's are on their oh, way. Oh, the Chris Valenzuela's are coming. <laughs> and they're coming in hot. And they're coming in job wanting. There's Especially a Especially after yesterday. They get rocked on Mother's Day. Absolutely. And it actually, they did a survey on that, and oh. they said it's the worst day in restaurants. <laughs> it is. It's just you're buried. It is the most post-traumatic stress syndrome I feel. My friend Mark sent me an, that, probably that same article saying why uh, is restaurant workers hate Mother's Day. Yep. It was the worst day I've ever experienced in my life multiple times working in a restaurant. Mother's Day is a nightmare because... There's a lot of old moms. There's a lot of people trying to make this the special day. And they will pile in that place at 10 in the morning. And they won't leave till 10 at night. And it is just a nonstop dragging mom in. Stress nightmare for a restaurant worker. And why? 
you're humping it for a couple hundred bucks. You realize I just worked 15 hours for a, back and a at, couple of doozy complaints. Oh, oh, yeah, and some of the moms are some of the moms aren't happy. Some of them are mad. You got a Mexican busboy, i.e., Marcy. <laughs> Take my mom out. She's gonna. I want to complain about the help. They didn't speak a lick of English. Like, oh boy, here we go. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The Fox News moms come rolling in. The CNN moms come rolling in. All they do is watch TV all day and get mad at stuff. Anyway. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Hopefully you can dump a deadbeat kid or a, one of your wine friends that never buys. Or the ones that, you know, the $10 minimum on the bottle, ladies, and she still shows up with three-buck Chuck. It's like, eh, she's the cheap one. Yeah, get rid of your cheap friends today. They're no fun. Who would you abandon first, Brady? Who was your first friend you'd be like, eh, never again, if you could, because they're deadbeats. You don't have any, probably. You've already eliminated them all. I've done pretty well in that yeah, department. Yeah, you got no like poor people friends that hang out and bother you. You got rid no, of that the one. No, pre- the pressure's on me. I and I know to re- remove myself from the equation. If I'm invited by some of the friends that like, I mean, you're there's kind of times the where you're worried uh, that, like, I mean, I, when I went on these uh, a couple of these different motorcycle trips like 25 years ago, every one of those guys. Was a millionaire. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I shouldn't go on this trip. <laughs> right. Because one lunch would take care of my week. At uh, least. Allowance that I had on these yeah. trips. At least. Because a lunch would be 1200 1500 bucks, And the, these guys would go, oh, I got this one. Yeah. And my uh, boss, my buddy at the time said, you'll be fine. Because you're just covered. Well, no, I just didn't go. You know, there'd be times where we're all together. Tra- we Most of the time we traveled and. Groups of two or four. So you never had to pay for the whole shebang. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. You don't get involved in 12 millionaires and a Brady. That's not it. <laughs> Brett, I was too. the jester. You've had deadbeat friends. Even working overnights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, They're everywhere. I, I cut them out, though. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like a cancer. Just cut it out as soon as you can. I was a little worried about Brett this weekend because he went and saw Brett Ernst up there at uh, Tempe Improv. Yeah. And that scared me a little bit because... That's too much Italy in one room. Those two together. Oh. <laughs> there's trouble. There's going to be. There's a, a, there would have been so many gun videos. Uh, we'd, Brett would have come in and our whole <laughs> office would have just been a wall of cartons of parliament. What's this? I don't know. Fell off a truck. I was with Ernst this don't weekend. Oh, for Christ's sake. Are we selling cigarettes again? I got to move some sporting goods. I got to sell them loose. And we'd get rid of those loose cigarettes. Ben and the crew down the hall would have those gone oh, by 8 p.m. Morning bus. Yeah, get rid of your loser friends today. I just don't get it. And we all say, you know, the funny thing is we all act like, ah, rich pricks this and those people are that. And you got to stay true to your friends. But when you see Ja Morant waving a gun around with his loser friends and you're like, you are risking, no joke, hundreds of millions of dollars just to impress a loser that you don't want to lose as a friend because, you know, you grew up together in in an awful situation. And well, this guy, this guy wants to drag you down, and you don't see it, so you're trying to make him happy. It doesn't add up to me. Well, look like, at Michael Vick. I mean, that moron, I, right? You know, with the dogs. The and problem all that kind is, of stuff. they have it's just ridiculous. You, you, your entourage, and you. A lot of the times, you're the money person, right? And you have your yes guys, and you cut them and out. These guys are well. Look at boxing. You got to do better vetting. Well, that's the, the point. Nobody ever yeah. says what I'm saying. Everybody's like, you got to be loyal to your friends. Your friends need to no. Look at boxing. Boxing's the perfect example of that. Look at MC Hammer and music. Billy Joel, his brother stole all of his money. 
And he was a deadbeat, and Billy knew it, so we gave him a job. That's a family. You give a family a job and say, hey, you take care of my stuff. Billy Joel's brother stole all of it. Yeah. And he had to start over like like 1990. Dane Cook's brother stole all of it. And guess what? Dane Cook's shelf life was the period of time in which his brother stole all of it. He was never going to have that that spike in his life again. He hit a, you know, he just went up into a cyclone and then came back down to earth. And his brother, meanwhile, stole all of it. Jewel. Yeah, the, the countless amount of people who tried to stay loyal and got smoked. I watched the second half of Straight Outta Compton yesterday, and man. You don't want to mess around with that. Easy E. His manager got him AIDS. Screwed. Gave him the AIDS, for God's sake. You know who saw it? Cube. Cube saw it the whole way. Eventually. Eventually. The Cube was first to go, hey, hold on. What are we doing with this all day long? I'm like, well, that's a bit abrasive with the language. But yes, you're right. (laughs) And he knew it. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird, but you've got everybody's got a deadbeat friend today. Your your eyes are tighter. Well, as I talk about it, going yeah, this guy's not. But it's one of those things like John Morant's friends. If they were real friends, they would want you to be better, not being a yes, moron. So, exactly. that, are they really your friends? No. You, the one friend would say, "Dude, you need to stop being yeah. in, in this. You stop coming home. Yeah, stop being I can part get you of out this. Of here. Yeah, right. well, you left. You got out. Stay out. Why yeah. come back?" You don't need to come back. Other than when NBC or CBS or whatever or 60 Minutes does a special on you and where you came from and you have to walk those streets again, do it for television cameras and with, you know, Anderson Cooper standing next to you doing a story. You don't need to come back here ever. And then get back into Bentley get the hell out of there as yeah. soon as they're done. Yes. <laughs> and avoid this like the plague. I mean, God, there's, it's, it's never been a story where, yeah, I drug all my friends from my poor neighborhood into my future, and it was just perfect. Everybody fell in line. We all got smart. It's like, no, they're they're there for a reason, and they want to stay for a reason because they know it's a defense mechanism. They know they're never getting out, so they embrace that as a real life and tell you your life is fake and you've changed. No, that's not the case. They say that with people with money. They always say, oh, people with money change, and that's good. But you know what's uh, weird is uh, the people around you that didn't get any money are the ones that really change. The ones that shout, you've changed, are the ones that change. Because they expect it. I, I was at that Applebee's that time, and that dude came up in his Ravens hat. We were doing the Veterans Day thing. And I'm like, ugh, Ravens hat. It's kind of tough for me because I was in my Steelers shirt. And he goes, yeah, we rivals, we rivals. My cousin plays for the Ravens. And he told me it was a punt returner, wide receiver. And I'm like, that's great. as your cousin. Yeah, man. You get a cousin in the NFL? You know how much money I got out of that? And I just, I held up a zero with my fingers like, this? Exactly, man. Can you believe it? I'm like, you're not in the NFL. Why would he give you money, cousin? You think, man, you got to take care of your family. Like, nope, you'd be the first one I cut out. You're the one with that mentality. Like, I don't have to do anything. If one of us makes it, I'm taking some. Especially a cousin. Cousins I mean, mom and dad, me, okay, buy him a house or something, whole, you know, but... The one I think of is MC cousin? Hammer. His life Hammer's story. Hammer's whole world. Put everyone yeah. on the payroll. Look, bottom line is, and let's just make a pact here. If any of us hit it big, we don't have any, like, you know, obligations to pay the other guys off. Although, I would feel a little guilty that, you know, I hit it, I smashed it, and I'm not going to do the job anymore. and leave. So I'd give you guys goodbye checks, like, you know... It's like friend severance package. Bucks. It's a friend <laughs> severance. Yeah, you know, get on your feet. <laughs> Here you go. Do some Tubman's, kid. Go nuts. Wow, he's got the new Tubman 20s.
You got ninety days to find a gig. Yeah, you can, there you go. I'm, I'm not coming back on Monday. I'm, look, don't you feel like working? No, Brady, I don't. That alarm goes off at four a.m. I'm the worst employee in the world. I, the, I would be the worst employee in the world. Yeah, everything goes. Oh, man, and we'd have to hang out with Frank and Coulier. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that would be your future. <laughs> We'd have Izzy and ChatGPT and uh, Bob Kemp. That would be those would be your ilk. I'd be long gone. See, no Brady wins it all. We'd be like, ah, crap. We just lost Brady from the show. You <laughs> might give us a few bucks on the way out. I don't know. You wouldn't have to. You're on the list. Yeah, you don't have to though. Don't put a don't put a list. It's all yeah, yours. Only, uh, my, you made the list, my list buddy. Is because I want to. That's, That's why beautiful. That's cute. Mine is out of obligation because I would quit the show and you guys would all be out of work. And that wouldn't be any good. But here you go. Here, I'm it's sorry. a little different. Thanks, buddy. It's a little different, but not much. Like, I don't want to see you go anywhere. It's like some rebuild program I got to get involved in. It. No, I don't want to do that. I and mean, we'd be fine. But still, I just don't want to do it. I don't, right. you know. <laughs> Bert goes and hits it big. I'm kicking you out. That's the other thing. As a, what a, are you doing? As a real friend, I'm like, why are you still in here every day? Just love my work. Nope. You're the worst employee I could have. The worst. A, you don't need the job, and B, the first sign of adversity, you're you're gone. You would change, man. <laughs> goddamn right, I would. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. He would answer. Hey, man, he should change. I'd have respect enough to make the phone call. I'm out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah exactly. And hopefully, you know, get, meet me for a nice oh, lunch. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, buy yeah. me. Some, well, I want to have a lobster bib on I'm when not you working quit. anymore. Yeah. I just, uh, I hope it happens because the number of tracksuits coming in oh, every, man. for the first. Can you, you imagine? Know, Gold fleck, super like, this one's got actual gold in it. I wouldn't hear a word over cracking all those crab legs as you quit. There's something I got to tell you. Don't worry about it, boss. I figured it out. And that's fine by me. Because the last thing I want is some multi-millionaire sitting across from me going, you want me to answer the phones? That ain't happening. I'm not doing jobs beneath you. Go home. Enjoy your wife and her gold vagina now. It's probably had it dipped or something. Anyway, the John Morant thing bugged me all weekend because people, people always say the right things when it's dumb, when something stupid happens. But until something stupid happens, you're supposed to keep it loyal with your loser friends. And I don't get that, especially in pro sports. I just don't get that. Drag these deadbeats along with you. You can have a friend that gets it, but the whole crew doesn't make sense. Mike, Mike Tyson, when he was at Bedford-Stuyvesant, terrible neighborhood, had to fight all the time. And Custom Auto's like, you're not hanging out with them anymore. You're done here. Like, he took them up to the Catskills and mountains. He said, you can live up here with me now. And they put him in a different situation, got him out of that mess because he saw, like, so much potential in this guy's. And the one thing I know that will wreck that is these losers you hang out with. And then he found a whole gaggle of losers that uh, followed him along, and he drugged them with and broke him again. He was watching the Fresh Prince, Bel Air, Cuss was. He's like, I got to get him out of here. Cuss knows. Take a troubled kid out of the out of West Philly and stick him with rich relatives. Everything will be better. Everything will be better. There were a few episodes of The Fresh Prince where some of those Philly guys came back, started looking around going, all right, this is it, and thought they were going to get a piece, and Uncle Phil had to come in and set him straight that he worked for it. What would have happened uh, if it was one of his buddies flashing the gun, gun and not Ja? He probably would have, he would have still fine, been in right? trouble. Not, he, he would have still been in trouble because it's been two months. Since the last time he was in a TikTok video with a gun. The one thing you can't do right now is be around guns. Just for a little bit, you know? 
You just can't. Idiots. Yeah. And you don't need the TikTok. If you're a, 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 a man or a woman and you got caught making out with somebody, right? They're like, all right, don't do that again. The last thing you can be seen doing is hanging out with that person at all. You don't even have to be making out with them. You can't be around the make-out person ever again. <laughs> Suspicions arise. And that's the thing about John Morant. All of it is over. Like, he had that credibility come back after the first one. Like, that was a dumb thing. He's a kid. Let him go. He said all the right things. I got to I gotta straighten up. He even said, I got to be more like LeBron, where you never see about his, you never see anything bad. He's a businessman. Uh, he's a basketball player. He's not perfect, but I got to be more like that. And they're like, there, there you go. This might have set him straight. And then two months later, he's, he's doing it again. Now it just looks like he was told what to say. It was 100% horse and he doesn't care. So lose your ditch your loser friends today i'm gonna in fact i'm gonna call a meeting with the promotions department i'm gonna say i don't know most of your names and there's a reason why <laughs> most of you people are disturbed individuals i'm looking at you <laughs> google eye weirdo who's this one i've never met you before and i never want to there's a weird little thing that's going on i need you kids to know i'm better than you as a human being and you need to get that in your thick dumb skulls Holmberg's a dick. Exactly. We've accomplished the mission. I never liked him in the first place. Good, then that one will leave me alone as well. This is perfect. Say things to losers that make them hate you, and then they'll never beg you for stuff. It's a perfect scenario. I gladly wander up to a group of losers and go, you guys realize how much better I am than you, right? Oh, you're an asshole. Mission accomplished. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Brady would have trouble with that one. Wandering up to the promo department telling him, He's better than them. But deep down, Brady believes it. He knows. He grew up in country club. He knows what. He knows who to look down on. He was, he was raised that way. My man and my lady know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. You don't even take time to learn their names. You give them really bad, I don't know you names. What's up, chief, my man? Hey, Brady, Jeremy's worked here for months. Who? Jeremy, the one with the beard. My man. That's right. He's just, he's just smart. Like yeah. the magic man when he came in a couple weeks ago. Swithbert <laughs> came in and I told him, Brady, will not, Brady, think, Brady, look, he is better than you. There's no question. And he's <laughs> never going to know your name. Hey, all magicians. I, I would rather hang out with John Morant's crew than a gaggle of magicians. <laughs> so the street magician comes in. Nice guy. I like Swithbert, but come on. I blanked on his name. You did you never know. know his name. You didn't know <laughs> who he is. Stop it. You only knew it because I had told you Swithbert. That's Swithbert? That would have been the next phrase out of your mouth. Oh, yeah, that's Magic Man. You wouldn't have known. He called him Magic Man because the dude had a deck of cards and a <laughs> ribbon hanging out of his coat. There's the Magic Man. And I told him, he will not know your name. I guarantee it. And I think you were the one that goes, what's this guy's name? Ah, the Magic Man. Here's something you need to know. I'm better than you. I don't need to know your name. Wow, Brady's an asshole. And we're done here. Good day. Yeah. Good day, sir. <laughs> Brady grew up in country clubs. That's that's the place you learn how to look down on people. It's perfect. And you do it in a great way. Like country club people look down on other people and make them feel okay with it. It's the best place to learn how to treat the lessers and still act, act like you've done something. You, pat yourself. you see it all the time in those white housewives that haven't had a job in ages. Or doing like some, I'm on the board for charity, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, really? Yes, we help the less fortunate. Oh. And in the meantime, help yourself to a little pat on the back. Because you feel pretty good about you when you do that, don't you? It's because I want to make them feel good. 
Yeah, that's right. You ever go down there and actually do anything with them? Oh, yes. On Fridays, I stand behind a counter and feed them. You ever mingle with them where they hang out? Oh, God, no. I'd never go to the <laughs> zone. You ever take clear, one to dinner? Clearing out the zone? Never go. Yeah, you ever take a few in your house? That's my favorite thing about that next door app is when a homeless starts to wander up too close to the rich houses. Somebody will comment like, hey, that's some dude camped up against the back of my house. We called the cops. He's back again a couple days later. What do I do? And then uh, somebody said, you need to be kind to these people. All right, well, where, what's your address? We'll drop them off at your place. You see me. And she's like, no, that's not what I meant. I don't want one. Did you see Chappelle got a little heat because he's like telling the truth? About San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. What yeah. has happened? He said, what the f*** happened to this place? In a restaurant and eating. Some guy's taking a dump yeah. out front. He said, a dude... Dude took a while he was trying to have dinner. What happened to this place? <laughs> Used to like it here. I mean, he's right. That's it. Nobody wants it in their yard. Everybody wants to be nice. And it's country club mentality. Oh, those poor people. What a shame. Oh, you want to help them? We'll bring them over to your house. Oh, God, no. We can't have that. No, we're building a fence. Yeah, we're building a, a giant wall with security around it to keep those out. But I do charity work to feed them and keep them, you know, figure if they're well fed, they're not going to wander over into their neighborhood. I do charity work to keep them at a distance. Exactly. I go out there and here's some food. You guys stay here where the food is now. I'm going to go home and lock my gates. We all do it to a certain degree. We all act like we're above it. Uh Uh-uh. Get rid of your loser friends. That's today's message. Oh, my phone's just blown. 38 text messages. I've lost 38 friends today. Holmberg, you're done here. Like, fine. There are some people. I say it all the time with comedians. This is the last time you're going to be in here. Because you're going to be too big for this show. And I, I'm glad for it's you. 98% correct. We are the ghetto. Almost every time. Like, evidently Marlon Wayans is going to come in here. He's in that new Air movie with Ben Affleck. He ain't coming in here. There's no... And Marlon sent me Christmas presents and we text. And he got birthday presents last year. Marlon and I are pals. We're not going to be friends anymore. I haven't heard from him since Air came out, by the way. Since it actually, since it started getting some buzz. Like, I'm not going to hear from Marlon Wayans ever again. And you understand. I want that to happen. That's success for someone I actually say I'm friends with. So you'll never see Kreischer again coming in here. Kreischer and I will never speak he's, again. He's been out for about a year. Kreischer and okay. I will never talk again. He came in here best pals with us and wanted to do stuff, and we'll never talk to Bert again unless he needs something that he yeah. can't get with, and he should be able to get it all. But he doesn't have connections in certain towns, so we called Brady and got a green egg smoker. I got a guy. I'll go get him. Oh, yeah, hey, Bert. So, yeah, we'll lose him. Joe Coy. Gone. We, we were great buddies, like texting a lot. I haven't spoken to him forever. He changed his phone number, doesn't tell me about it. And it's not because of me. Yeah, you, you see that stuff. And then sometimes they slink back, and it's sad. Like Joe, Joe Coy banging Chelsea Handler. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> if we're here long enough, he'll be back. Those old comedians that come in here, when Jimmy Walker came in, and he realized that at one point in his life, you couldn't touch him. He was so smoking hot. And then he had to go sit in a Phoenix morning right in his 70s. Uh, what the f*** happened? And he just flat said it. I don't need this, but I have to do it. Abandon losers. That's the <laughs> message. Yeah, I have to. And we all do it. A little dose of reality for you. Pick one. You got one good friend in that mix that wants out, and you can help him out. But you know the whole gaggle is bad. And they'll still be there. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! We'll scream it together. It's 98KUVD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUVD.
funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. Wonderful Alliance from out there. And so we got this email based on our conversation. What a room full of dirt bags. That's you too, Brett. First sign of success, oh. and you ditch all your boys and buddies who had your back and were there for you all along, no matter what. Listen to you guys for a long time, but have always known you can get uppity. What a jellyfish that you just dump your peeps who've been with you. Sad, man. But that says a lot about you, and it ain't good. Yep. Well, we never have to deal with this guy again. It's like I said, if you're if they're bringing you down, are they really your friends? Right. right. They might have been there with you the yeah. whole time. It doesn't mean that they can go forward and take your stuff. Well, Parents do I've it all the this time. this far, and I haven't had to do that yet. What? I haven't hit the, you know, I'm not expecting to hit the $450 million or the hundred. No, but you've but dumped ditching. people who are a little bit, like, less than. You've had some frat Out of buddies. town helps. Frat buddies have, uh, aren't allowed yeah, in anymore. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been stung by a fraternity brother. Yeah, there's a few that you go, all right, we've got to cut him off. Parents do it constantly. They try to teach you which friends are the ones that are going to drag you down and which ones are they teach you to judge early. I'm not saying you abandon everybody just because, but you get rid of the dead weight. You don't go back home just to be with them. I got an email from a guy that said, I left Oregon because the people I was hanging out with were losers. I had to get out of there. Because every time I look them up or go back, they're all this, everybody's doing the same thing. Had I stayed, I'd have been trapped in it. <laughs> Evolution of you. It's an important thing. It's a good thing. And yes, you should start looking around when you start getting into a different area. Like which of your friends are your real friends and which aren't. And you cast away the ones that aren't. Because you'll get an email from one of them going, you know what? You've changed, bro. You ditched. I was there for you the entire time. Doing what? Just standing next to me while I succeeded? I guess that's. So now you're not going to let me in your life? I'm like, uh, earn it. You're you're screaming at me that you're not getting any of my stuff. That's that's dismissing me from your life. Yeah. That's the dismissal dismissal part of it is. This guy saying, you know, I can't believe you're you're jellyfishing on this and leaving. Yeah. It's the ones that the friends you find out what kind of friends they are. Right. Oh, if you make it, then um, we all my, make it. Where's yeah, my exactly. handout? Yeah, you dump those people immediately. Are you that guy? Yeah. No. You're saying I wouldn't. I don't expect that out of friends. Yeah. Uh, you don't want your friends coming to you going, "Hey, you owe me for being there for you." And now you've made it and I haven't, so I better I better get a piece of this. Like, wait a second. You go make it now. If I can do it, you can do it. If anything, I just proved it can be done. Uh, another thing that was funny this weekend, I, I got an email from somebody that said, uh, it sent me just a picture. Um, the Core Institute asked me to do stuff sometimes that like, hey, anytime you're doing something that you couldn't do before the surgeries with ease, do it so Amy's like, man, you're moving up and down these stairs pretty good the other day in the hallway. And I'm like, I'm, stairs are no, I'm no problem for me now that I'm a rebuilt man. So she's like, let me tape you doing that and we'll give it to the guys at the core institute. I'm like, okay. So I'm running up and down the stairs backwards, forwards, Fred of staring my way down, jumping, bouncing around, going, look at this, twisting my hips. And some lady goes, he never had hip surgery. Only people I know that has hip surgery are in their 70s because we posted the video and she's like, uh, He's only taking money from the core institute and lying to all of us. What an elaborate scam I've pulled here with the scars and the uh, 
the wand they wave over me. Those fake trick scars photography. are <laughs> struggling to get through. Really, really powerful uh, metal detectors that have to stop and get searched for. Man, it is just all a big ruse that I tried yeah. to. I never, I never got my hips replaced. I agreed to pretend I did so I could fool you guys into doing it. <laughs> And your new walk after, you oh. know, supposedly happened. How many years you did keep I... that in, uh, I don't amazing. know how you pull it off. It's, well, because for years I thought, this scam needs... I'm not with the Core Institute yet, but maybe for four or five years, I'll just be really injured and dinged up. Then I'll sign on with a, an elaborate medical group, pretend to have surgeries, and collect some cash. Yes! Yes, it's foolproof! <laughs> what am I, Plankton? Carrying my computer wife, I pulled off the ultimate scam. <laughs> Pretending to have surgeries will get me money and fool others into doing the same. How stupid is that lady? And the guy underneath, just post underneath. Dude talks about like a disorder with his bones all the time. I'm pretty sure he's got something. Right. Sure he does. Like how skeptical of everything are you? I understand cynicism, but man... Remember uh, those posts I had of my 45 staples driven down the side of my leg, Brady, because of the hole they cut in me? <laughs> it wasn't real. That's just CGI. It's all a rule. And the toughest thing for you is hearing those words that, aren't you young to be having yeah. hip surgery? Yep. Yep, I am. Sure am. Best thing I ever did, too. I just said, I didn't, the guy emailed back, I didn't say buddies can't be a-holes, but that's why you throw them in line and help them try to be better. You're saying no one gets a chance to be better. Just dump them. Cut them out. Nah, man, that's cold. Like I'm saying, hey, you know what the first thing at the NFL Rookie Symposium is? Get rid of your friends immediately. They're not your friends. The good ones will rise up. Everybody deserves a chance. But you get rid of them first and see which ones show their true colors. Because they will. And I think that, yeah, they're basically saying, be careful. They're basically You'll find out what fr- your friends are. basically saying, cast the net out there and say, uh, you're all out. I, I can't come back. I'm not coming back home again. Other than to move my mom out of this dump, I'm not doing it. And you'll see which friends are the real ones and which ones are screaming at you that you've changed. You know, They'll reveal themselves. First thing in the rookie symposium, they tell you, get rid of your friends. Get rid of your, your – you're going to have new friends coming out of nowhere. Know who your real friends are and find out. And they'll, they'll reveal themselves, like me and this lady. So, um, yeah, also didn't actually have eye surgery. <laughs> I just wore that patch over my eye for a month as another elaborate ruse. <laughs> that lady's got to sit at home like she saw that video and went, he never actually. I'm going to blow the lid off of this. He didn't have surgery on those hips. Look at him working those stairs. Hmm. I'm posting something about it. I'm proud to say that I might have the most intrusive and somewhat miserable endorsement package in the world as far as it comes to the uh, Core Institute. They're amazing people. But if I was doing this just for the money, I am a loser. I am a dead broke loser. Like, all right, you want to cut me open and take some more bones out? Yeah, let's do that. I got another one. By the way, I have another fake surgery coming up June 2nd. To keep this thing alive. So I might as well just keep pretending to have joint replacement surgery. You know what's amazing, too, is this whole video. She's watching you. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't see the gun in your hand. <laughs> exactly. I was waving that around because I was keeping it real. I was keeping it real, Brady. That's what I do. I let people know I'm still from the, you know, I may have done okay, but I'm still deep down. I'm still just Jenny from the block. <laughs> yeah, she's she's accusing me of faking three, now almost four surgeries just to get money from the chorus to, which is not true at all. It's the worst. In fact, the first surgery I had at the core Institute, I didn't even think that they advertised. And one of our sales ladies saw my my fake now, it's fake that you know, my fake uh, uh, arm uh, holster, whatever that thing's called, the sling. Yeah. That giant sling that has this big cushion on it because my arm it was pretty elaborate. It was huge and it says Core Institute. And Heather goes, that's my client. I'm like, well, They've got hold of my left arm, you know, and uh, they took some bones with them. Oh, my God. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, well, I didn't even think that this was a thing. Thanks for listening. I met with them. We all talked. It was great. And they're like, you know, you could do a lot of good for a lot We'd of We'd like you. to cut on you some more. We'd like to chop you open several times. I'm like, I would like that for money. <laughs> I would like that. If you guys will pay me to endorse your product, have at me. I'm basically that little fat man on the on the operation table in the game. Just don't hit the edges. Yeah, I, it was the stupidest thing I've ever read, and I just started laughing. I'm like, wow, that lady had time to sit back and worry that she's going to warn the others. That was my first. I got to warn the others. I got to warn all the other listeners that not to have surgeries. Like, well, that's the core institute's whole thing for me. Was like, look, you're young. You've got this weird bone disorder, and like I always tell the ladies. The bones that I put in the holes are all too big, so they wear out the edges faster. (laughs) That's been my problem. But, you know, it started when I was a teenager, and then I beat the tar out of myself. So uh, it was inevitable. And they're like, there's a lot of young people with this that just won't admit it. And they walk around in chronic pain. Or don't know it. Well, they know they're hurting. They just won't go to be like, eh, this is just part of it. It'll go away. Because when you're younger, that's everything goes away. And you get into your 40s. It doesn't go away anymore. It stays. And you're like, this arm thing's been like a year now. And you keep waiting to walk it off, and it just doesn't stop. It keeps getting worse. So, like, you'll be good, you'll be good for the people. You don't have to live like that. You can do like me and pretend to have surgery so other people do it. Because you're the weirdest person in the world. <laughs> I sat in bed that I remember just turning to Megan going, you know what I'm going to do? She's like, what? Fake a bunch of surgeries and get some medical center on board. That'll do it. That should bring me a healthy, healthy bank account, I think. Maybe you should actually go through with the surgeries. Oh, that's brilliant. That's genius. Unnecessary surgeries. Just to show these people that I'm doing it. It's raining, by the way. So, doctor, all you have to do, all I have to do oh, is you just give me some scars, and yeah, that's it. It looks like they're surgery. Carve me up like it's Thanksgiving, but don't take any bones. I'll just lie about that. And then we'll take pictures of the scarring, which was horrible. And that I live with every day. And they're not even cool like I've been stabbed or in a fight scars. They're big, weird, clearly hip replacement surgery scars. <laughs> My shoulder scar looks great. Paid. You can't even see that one very good. Paid by Stitch. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's another staple. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Every staple's another buck in my pocket. So glad I did this. The recovery will only be a year. It's so worth it. So to that lady, I give a high, hearty laurel and a big fat f- you. It hurt, lady. <laughs> I think I'm faking surgeries just to get paid, you jackass. And this next one is one you've been 
not oh, looking forward to no. after having the f- first it's, one done. Shoulder surgery is brutally difficult. How would you know? You didn't have I it actually, done, Well, I've no. been told by the people I hung around with while they were scarring me at the Core Institute. <laughs> we just got to scar this guy. You're getting the real shebang. But I'm doing it because he said to. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, just so I get paid four surgeries. What a genius I would be. I just, I, yeah, I just uh, shortened my entire comfort zone when I'm, you know, 20 years from now. But for the next 20 years, I'm going to feel great. Whether or not that's... I, I got to figure in the next few years, technology is going to just be amazing as far as it comes to that. You know, I'm going to be the last of the the uh, generations that got all carved up. Whether you know, it's a stem cell breakthrough. Whatever. Yeah. Don't know. Something huge is coming our way as far as, like, figuring out how to... Not just, I mean, it's, you ever watch a shoulder surgery on YouTube? I just saw him pull out the uh, hip one time and that's just. It's like gutting a deer in the field. It is like they just, the shoulder is. Yanking. It's the seven inch cut along your arm in the front. And they detach your bicep tendon, your uh, supraspinatus, all this stuff. And all your muscles get just taken apart. And they fold you open. And then they push your bone out of the socket. Like, and then. Just cap it like with a sawzall put a thing on top put some plastic in there and then they got to measure it so they dislocate your arm like 20 times until they get it right you feel all of that when you wake up by the way actually the next day because prior to that they shove a three-pronged needle so deep into your neck to do a full body numbing thing that lasts 24 hours i woke up from the surgery i'm like this is nothing I'll be back at this the next day. I, I haven't cried harder as a man. <laughs> it all hurts. There wasn't enough pain pills. Those are knocking me out. I'm drooling all over myself. And I did it all just for a couple bucks. You're not selling me on this. Yeah, you think I still <laughs> fake it. Want to see my hip scars? <laughs> They're all fake. I, I have to put fake them. News. I have to put makeup on them every morning. Oh, geez, I forgot my hip scars. I got to go put those back on. Look at the advancement in that. With hip surgery? Yeah. It's incredible. This dude said, you posted a video of your balls on the internet, man. That's about as real as it can get for an endorsement. That wasn't an endorsement. I didn't get paid for that. I was just showing you guys, if I can put my balls on the line, you should do it too. 40,000 views in about eight minutes of my balls getting carved up before. Laid across a six-foot table. Probably there, there was a lot of ball skin. <laughs> Probably that same lady that thinks I faked the surgery was the one that went on and said, this is disgusting. No one should see your sex organs. Like, Could lady, be. if you thought of sex when you saw my balls getting smoked by that incinerator thing or whatever that. <laughs> he was, it was like, a, you know, those old wood carvings. And you write your name and address into a block of wood with that. That's what it looks like. It was horrible. It looked like truck nuts on a like table. A soldering iron. And it had a little green, like, uh, napkin that my balls came out of the middle of. You didn't see PP. I wouldn't have done the video if you saw my PP. Too embarrassing. Yeah, they soldered. Yeah. <laughs> he threw his mask down like it was flash dance and just started digging in. <laughs> Sparks flying. Oh, it was horrifying. But I put it up there and I'm like, look. Here's what you, no guy knew what it looked like until right now. And some lady thought it was too sexy. Because she was raised to believe that if you see balls, you have to moisten and prepare. But I faked that one, too. <laughs> it's all fake. It's all just a ruse. Uh, well, you're on to me, John, this email starts. That bitch figured me out, too. 
Anyway, warmest regards, Caleb from Shriners. Yeah, he's been fleecing you for a long time, too, lady. That, that little prick in his 200 surgeries. Bullshit, Caleb. Nobody buys your garbage. In one of the videos, you crossed your legs. If your bones break when the wind blows, you can't cross your legs. Liar, Caleb from Shriners. I mean, I've been questioning Alec because he's... Yeah, he got a little bit better. But how much is Caleb getting paid? That's what I want to know. He's moving a lot of blankets. Oh, he's, he's spinning some adorable yeah. blankets. I've had over 400 surgeries, and it, well, I have to come clean, everybody. I'm completely fine. He gets up and starts dancing it. like first. Yeah. Ah, look at me. I'm Caleb the Dancer now. You were all fooled by it. Yep, that lady was duped. Climbing stairs was too much for her to see. Like, that guy's faking. Okay, well, in June, I'm going to miss a few days at work. I'm getting my another new shoulder put. I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. Uh, this one says uh, about your discussion about dismissing loved ones I would never dismiss a loved one for success but I would trade one in for a carburetor for my Camaro signed Toledo's dad yeah there are some people who who got rid of their friends a little early it was a little judgy (laughs) it's strange did you see the uh, the wine that has to change its name because of racism I love these stories we're getting so out. Oh, it's a brewery. It's actually a... A, a beer. A, a beer. So a beer come out with a, a name, and they're like, we can't do it. Now, you'd think that it would be something horrible. When I saw the name of the beer, I'm like, We're ch- this is a thing? It's called White Face Ale. Was it one of the top-ranking beers? I don't think just, so. Okay. No. It was just I was going to start laughing. Yeah, there's white, nothing yeah, funny, was nothing was, funny yeah. about White Face. I walk around with White Face every day. It's, uh, I mean, sort of funny, I suppose. To some people, they look at my yes. face, but... Yeah, it has to change its name because award it did win awards, I guess. A customer says it was a bit racist. Uh, it was White Face Golden IPA. It's now known as Cheeky Jack. <laughs> and they can't do it. Uh, it's Cheeky because- Jack? No, no, Cheeky Brady. No, <laughs> God, no. They didn't. That would have been a terrible error in judgment. Now, that's fun. <laughs> See? Now, look what you've done to Brett. Cheeky Jack, please, for God's sake, say it right. Also, Moon Cricket Ale is off the shelves as well. I can't have that anymore. I can't believe they did that. Uh, that's a 40. Uh, so this is a complete misunderstanding. Uh, but the fact it created the impression was a genuine concern to us. Uh, the, the people who call, they call themselves the Moon Gazers. Mr. Moon Gazer and I were recently sitting in a pub beer garden and overheard a man showing his pint to his thing. Now this is lush. Uh, and then laughing. The name's racist, though, he said right after. So we thought, how is whiteface racist? When has that ever been a thing? No one, it's nobody the has first I'm hearing of it. ever dressed in whiteface and then like tried to disparage all whites. The whole point of blackface was it was making fun of blacks. That's why it's racist. It's not just the makeup that's racist. It's not just doing it that's racist. It's the act of being racist while in blackface makeup, which was the intent of blackface minstrel shows and performances and things like that. Maybe Eddie Murphy when he did that Saturday Night Live. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. That's as Billy far as white face. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, white chicks, I suppose. Yeah. But it was never from a time when people would get in white face to destroy entire groups of people. Like, you know, that was blackface was to make all blacks look stupid and terrible. And it was designed to be detrimental to an entire group of people. It was very degrading. So are mimes racist now? 
Yeah, I guess that's a racist thing. Because well, are they in white? Good, cancel them. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> if right. That's whiteface. It's racist. I'm look. If you're going to throw mimes into the whiteface category, color me racially uh, oppressed. But whiteface isn't a thing. It was never used. I mean, we're getting so out of control with like any color being mentioned is bad. Whiteface has never been a historical problem. You don't go back in time and go, and that was back in the horrible times of whiteface performances. No. It's never been a thing. So whiteface beer is just a thing. And some of us have white faces. You know? How dare you? I know. And had it not been for the terrible performances, blackface wouldn't wouldn't be considered anything either. It was just the way it was used. And but now you can't you can't have yellow face or red face or anything. Like, well, is red face bad? Like because that's that's embarrassment. As far as I always knew, oh, I'm all red faced. I'm flush. Uh, like red face was always a a thing that says, oh, look at them red faced. They're embarrassed. And now it's now you can't have red face beer. And, and then even on the bottom, it says the beer that will make you blush. Nope. It's a, offensive to our words. Not those, the other ones. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, you can't drink whiteface anymore. If you're drinking whiteface, it's racist. Sam Brewery does have another um, IPA called Moon Gazer. Yeah, no, that's what I said. Yeah. I thought you said. No, the people, the Moon Gazer people. Cheeky Jack is what it's called now. Cheeky, Cheeky Jack. Not what Brady said. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. We just need, and it comes from a poem from the know. medieval times. Whiteface. Yeah, I guess it's called the uh, names of the hair. Is where they came up with some of the names for the. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's just simply not a thing. You can look deep in, into however it grew. it was never a thing. Whiteface offends absolutely no one. It's just a color, and the word face no longer allowed. In our incredibly uptight, puritanical, stupid society. Did you say a color and then the word face? Yeah. Oh, you pissed off everybody. What? Blue face? Oh, how dare you? Who's that? Smurfs? Who's mad? A lot of people who have low iron and, you know, struggle to breathe. They get blue faced. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm sorry. Next thing you know, you're losing your job and you're apologizing because you said blue face. <laughs> Somebody said, well, they should just change it to honky pale ale. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, there needs to be a beer called honky ale and N-word delight. <laughs> and just get it out there and have somebody just go, <gasps> and then realize that it's up to us to react rather than anything else. There's some names coming through I can't oh, say. Oh, I'm but, positive yeah. we're hearing it. Oh, yeah. I am positive. It doesn't make any sense. This is funny. A guy says, as a kid, my next Mexican neighbor came over on Halloween in a clear uh, trash bag full of crumpled papers and foam cups and a pasty white face on. And he goes, uh, I'm you for Halloween. I'm white trash. <laughs> and that's hilarious. Good one. So white face as a racist thing can happen. But he was, see, the reason this guy's emailing is like, you think it's racist. He's mad. At, he's doing it to you. Like, you got mad because he pointed at you and said, I'm you. You're individually white trash to me. Now, that's just mean. Jeez. 
copyright suit. I don't know, John. Michael Jackson put on white face and ripped kids. So, <laughs> well, what are we mad about there? What, where, where, where do we stand on that? Because I'm, you can be in white face and be like, geez, that's probably a thing you shouldn't do, and then rape kids. And I've totally forgotten about the white face part. It's the kid raping that I'm upset about. I wonder in this society if someone in blackface raped someone, if we'd be madder about the blackface than the actual act. Unfortunately, probably running around being on the same level. Blackface doing those horrible things. Yeah. Yeah, you can be, you know, uh, yesterday Megan was at a thing and some lady across from her at this uh, Mother's Day thing said, I like living in the ghetto because there's no white people. And everybody just kind of clammed up a little bit, like, oh, this is getting weird fast. Where were you? <laughs> At a painting party. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough story. Was she looking at you when she I was there? It? I didn't oh. go. I'm not going to a painting party. Well, Love Gina, but I ain't going to that. Yeah. It's, it's told uh, white people, I just don't like you because you're white. That's it. I'm like, okay, and we're going to paint some flowers in the same room. We're all getting the hell out of here. Weird. But whiteface isn't a thing. Yeah, I would like that. I'd love honky. I'd drink the hell out of some honky ale. <laughs> Crack-ass cracker the beer. Bland and boring like your white-ass European bitch. Mmm. You can barely taste the beer. It's mostly can. We have our own nightclubs. Honky-tonks. Yep, honky-tonks are for <laughs> sure. That's more of a warning to anybody else about what's inside of it. Here's what you're looking at. You want to go to the honky-tonk? Man, I'm going to skip that honky-tonk. I know what's inside there. This guy wants to know if Toledo's uh, offended because they have arrogant bastard uh, ale out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the word bastard on an ale. Yeah. How is that not offensive to all the Toledo's out there whose dad sped away in their transams at birth? We can't have the word bastard. If you can't have whiteface bastards out. I was at dinner the other night, and a uh, waitress comes over and drops two Bud Lights at the table. This is this is from two girls over there. Yeah, I'm like, all right, let me go see what this is about. So I wandered over, and I'm like, hi. So I understand you just bought me Bud Light, and she was blasted. Yeah, yeah. So I walk in, and get a Bud Light. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's making noises like she's in that pre-puke mode. Because you make something out of that, you make you'll make something out of that. You'll do something with that. I'm like, okay, well, thank you for the beers. And their friend goes, "Are you the guy on the radio?" And I looked at her, and like half of me was like, "No, tell her no. Just let these two stew in that." I'm like, "Yeah, why?" She goes, "Oh, we were worried it was the we just sent it over to the, like you weren't you weren't the guy she thought you were because I'm from Kentucky. I don't know who you are." She said she knew you, and she she's not sure. Like, now nah, we're good. We're good. Because, yeah, you'll make something of that. I saw you coming in. I'm like, all right, what do you want me to do with that? You know, make s- something. Some trans. <laughs> okay, you got it. <laughs> He's going to make trans jokes about the beer I sent over. Yep, good one. I got two free beers out of it. Guzzled them down, too. Uh, Delicious. Typical twang. Went home and took a butter knife to my dick. I tried to get it off. It was amazing how that stuff works. It's quick. You did something with Two it. Bud Lights, and I'm like, I'm cutting this off. It's true. Yeah, yeah, bastard. You can't have bastard written on there. Red dog. Uh, that's what. What if you're an ugly Indian? You can't have red dog running around out there. Red stripe. Red wolf too. Red wolf. 
Where's the natives? You know what? They're cool. They don't get mad at everything. White face. Yeah, you're right. It's about mimes. I've never known anything white face to be offensive. That is one thing I got to tell you, other races. You've never come up with a good one for us. And nothing offends me. No, not one racial slur towards white people offends me. The only funny one I ever heard was when a black guy screamed at another person, job having job haver. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I've never been offended by cracker. Offended by cracker? Have you? No. White face doesn't bother me. Uh, white trash doesn't bother honky. me. Honky. Honky's hilarious. I love honky. And mainly because I loved when George Jefferson oh, called people honky. Yeah. Fred Sanford, George Jefferson, they taught me how funny honky could be. But yeah. Buddy said, oh, you, you know, it was a term of endearment. They, Manila, that's what they called me. You, because you're vanilla. You're my... Yeah, you're vanilla. a vanilla fella. Right. Careful. You're vanilla. Yeah, you don't dance. You dance around that. You're allowed one of those before your tongue starts tying itself in knots. Never. Yep. Go to the tape. <laughs> On a tentacality, we have to fire Brady because he said something other than vanilla. Yeah, I don't understand, so I've never been offended by that. So white face beer now being Cheeky Jack. Yeah, everything's offensive now. I don't know how white face is offensive, but evidently. Oh. What? Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. There's another beer. Up on this. this is a real beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spook Hill Pale Ale. Yeah. That's that TikTok on that one. Is that from here? I believe so. From Mesa? Well, let's see where Red Cypress Brewery is. Red Cypress? Now, that's, that's offensive, Florida. too. Exactly. They're, well, they're just knocking it out with everybody. Yeah. Uh, we know Florida, yeah. Yeah, Spook Hill and uh, Mesa. And now Spook Hill Pale Ale. Or... Is that oh, it's no longer being produced. Yeah, well, you know why. Yeah. Can't be saying that and enjoying yourself. I was going to go for a nice Spook Hill Pale Ale today <laughs> after the show. Good. But, you know, yeah. I'd like, like to watch Fred order that oh. and then giggle for 12 minutes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I just don't get it. Whiteface is offensive now. So there you go. You're not allowed to have that. Even though if you even saw so you were at Target and some guy came in in whiteface. You wouldn't be bothered. Dude comes in in blackface. Uh-oh. But a guy comes in in whiteface. You just assume he's been through something. Like, maybe he's powder. He can't be around electronics. Like, you'd think it's medicine. Goth. <laughs> yeah, or it's just, yeah, there's just something not right. Just enjoys donuts. I, I, there wouldn't be a... The, the last thing in my brain was like, ooh, racism. I don't see it. Whiteface isn't a Go to thing. an ICP concert. <laughs> right, yeah. They're covered in whiteface. That lends... It's, but it's racist against whites. But they're white guys anyway. Yeah, but they have to... I love it. ICP, the best thing about ICP is they plan their Phoenix shows in August and watch those drooling weirdos stand out in that line. Their faces melting. Like the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, milk <laughs> on the sidewalk. Oh, it's just awesome to see those overweight ICP fans in line. Oh, it's 112 outside. It's so much makeup on. I wonder if they sit in their tour bus just laughing. Oh, dying yeah. the whole time. In their air-conditioned tour bus, putting on their light makeup. Meanwhile, you've caked on that gloppy cream cheese white. The oh. juggalos. Just coating your face. And I'm blending this with ranch. <laughs> white face. Okay. Take that, cracker. 
And cracker's not even something people beep. No. It's just not, it's not like, it's not on TV where anybody goes, <gasps> like, you could make a joke about it. And it's, like, it's not offensive. Like, they need to come up with a better slur for us. Settle down, mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Mayonnaise doesn't hurt. They got a point. A lot of white people like mayonnaise too much. That's evident. Yeah, I'm not offended by any of it. I don't know. I understand if I was black, there'd be about 20 words I'd be like, nope, not having it. And blackface is right out just because of what it came from. Its origins are bad. Whiteface, it's mimes. You're right. Mimes and powder, which is just a bad movie. If anything, you should be offended that somebody's reenacting powder in front of you. I have no idea. But white trash is a good uh, Halloween thing. So what about pale ale? Isn't that the whole point? Pale? Yeah. Yeah. Pasty white bitch beer. How about that? That's something. And then just have a dog on there. A little white dog. Dark stout. Well, that's... beer. I don't know. <laughs> the word dark... You have to can't. change it. We can't make dark bad. But dark has no origin of evil, right? Like no, nobody, nobody just, uses it's just evil. Dark. Add a Y to it, side. suddenly you're starting to do things. But yeah, it can't be racist. Anyway, what are you going to do? What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. I actually got back out on the trail this weekend, jumped on the pivot and uh, did a few laps. But uh, weather was nice, but you got, what was that? Is that a gunshot? It sounded like it, but it sounded like it was from downstairs. Hold on. Boy, that sounded like a gunshot. In sure the did. That made and my feet echoed. rattle. Yeesh. Lane? <laughs> Maybe it's Whitey. And he's oh, mad at us. <laughs> I'm going to run. I, I hope you guys don't mind. Uh, my new hips, I'm going to show you that, that, that surgery yeah. is very real. Wow. I'm shutting the door. That was a real gun. Like, not a yeah. backfire. That was a no. good one. Oof. Uh, PT didn't just end themselves, did they? <laughs> as soon as they went on the air. Wow. Okay. We're in a world. Pick a song. Oh. Hurry up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about Funeral Bell from BLS? Al McCoy? <laughs> hey, f*** you. Oh, no. Al McCoy's back. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, hurry up, Brett. Uh, how about now. Funeral Bell from BLS? That, yeah, sounds, that sounds appropriate. Great, just in case that. it's for us. Wow. That was odd. Funeral bell it is. Holy crap. Well, we're going to do some investigating. Boy, was that loud. I don't think we have light bulbs that could pop. Not like that. No, that, made my, that, that was jarred solid. my feet on the yeah. floor. Ooh. I wonder if it did. I don't know if it came across over the air, but that was a loud. Okay. Well, great. We have Wonder Myers at it. Evidently, we have a not-so-active shooter. He's one at a time in it. <laughs> All right, well. Everybody start getting in corners. Hide. We'll run fight later. Uh, let's do funeral bell and get the get moving around here. Yeah, Actually, my I'm buddy Winston said Whitey got banned. YT. Because he always says that on his text. Oh, yeah. I think Whitey did this. YT got banned from Facebook. It's reportable now. But what kind of dick is reporting YT? That's funny. Now, if you write, I hate YT, that has nothing to do with the Whitey part. It's the hate. It's just you being a jerk. But if you say, my friend's in uh, Whitey and he said blah, 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 it wouldn't bother me. And clearly Winston knows that because he fires Whitey at me every once in a while. It's hilarious. I have no problem with that. Anyway, uh, it's Funeral Bell. It's Black Label Society. Yikes. Uh, 
Yeah. Let's Hopefully go. this doesn't hold through. <laughs> yeah, let's, if we don't come back, it's been nice knowing you. It's 98 KUPD. Wake them up. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Not a gunshot. We'll explain this in just seconds. But Winston texted me and he said, uh, (laughs) when you said, I'll go investigate. Maybe that was a gunshot. He said, that might be the whitest thing you've ever said. And it could be right. I should have been more clear. Like, let me see where that gunshot's. Like, who's mad at who? And let me run from that. Like, find out where it is. Instead of just scatter running. Let me investigate. Brent, yeah. go downstairs. Right, exactly. Whenever I see... Let me be clear. I'll send one of the promo kids down. We're investigating. i got people for that. Brady, go to the other side. I've noticed that in uh, urban situations, a gunshot goes off. I watch a lot of OP Live. Everybody just scatters. In white neighborhoods, heads turn. What was that? <laughs> well, we're all idiots. What was that? It came from over there. Let's go over and look. Well, it turns out the gunshot that had us all kind of freaked out for half a second was Toledo playing two-liter glass bottle basketball in his office behind us. He chucked a bottle into the wall. A big, heavy Tejava T-bottle. Yeah. yeah, but it, would, it rattled wow. the building. It moved the whole building. It didn't make that big of a noise in my room. Well, well it did in ours because it hit the wall. <laughs> Don't throw glass bottles at work. Get ready for another shot. <laughs> or at home. An hour from that. now. Guys throws crap all that over glass. If it was glass, it'd be very delicate with it. I don't want that shards of glass. It's hard to clean up. I throw tin cans all over just to make Larry do some extra work. That's fun. I'm not a litter bug. I just do it so when Larry comes in, he sees around the trash is a mess. And he breaks out the vacuum cleaner. He immediately starts cleaning. <laughs> Larry turns into that little thing from Wally whenever I make a mess. I do it just for Lair Bear. But uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, we're okay. There's no shooting. Scott Haynes was very worried. He said, oh, God, I just made that joke about Toledo's dad. Tell him I didn't mean it. It was just a joke. I didn't think he'd kill himself. Possible. Yeah. All these years in, yeah. that's the one that puts well, me over the, the you know, Eventually, <laughs> look, the straw that breaks the camel's <laughs> back always surprises you. <laughs> like, that was the, you, can, you only have a threshold for like Man, 900. he was doing so well. Uh, he seemed to be taking it really well. I told and then it was and then it was not okay anymore. Weird. Anyway. Uh, my other friend said, you know, the reason they close yellow front stores is what you guys are talking about. That's a store? It used to be. Remember Yellowfront? Uh, what was that? Like, what would you call that? It was weird. It was kind of yeah, an outdoorsy, yeah. like... It was almost somewhere a mix between, like, those... Like a big five? or Ranch market places and, uh... Like a... Like it was a like a dollar store. It was like store. a dollar store, yeah. like outdoor store. Yeah, but it had like... Yeah. You could buy Tactical BB guns gear and, and... Yeah. Yeah, you could get... BB guns and slingshots and things like that. Yeah, bows and arrows. I remember you could get archery equipment there and there like Rice the, Krispies. Yeah. It was the strangest store in the world. Yeah, because there was one there, uh, right there in Elm School in Guadalupe. Yeah. Yep. And they opened it and everybody was like, this is exciting. And you went in there and like, this is a garage sale. Yeah. But they closed it because of... Uh, you can't have a color in front of a... a a word anymore that's all i don't think that's actually why i don't think asians got upset you change the name of yarrow front there's no such story you know what i mean anyway it's time now for brady to do his damage get this no gunshots although we were curious
that kind of put us in like in this room that sounded like a gunshot a good solid yeah. single round yeah but the bottle to, i mean that's a 2 liter glass bottle those are those thick ones too mm. those iced teas that you get you charge for the bottle yeah. <laughs> it's like $15 for a bottle of dirt that water that was when you polished off for the deposit last week right or have you already downed one and you're on second no no no, no, no. okay that was that was finishing up last week oh yeah Ugh. drinking one in and Somebody ruined tea for me about Why? two weeks ago. I don't remember who you said used it. To it was drink like, tea all the I time. know. And they said, Isn't it just dirt and water? Well, that was Ted Lasso that did it. It was yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and Gilbert Gottfried said that. Waiter. The second I started to like think about it, I'm like, All this is is like well uh, presented dirt. Yeah. It's pre compost. Yeah. It's just leaves of stuff that they've put and dried. And, and then they soak it. And I'm like, I don't want tea anymore. It's just dirt in a bag, so it doesn't make you all dirty. <laughs> Strange. Uh, it is uh, time for the Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters. Uh, and at Hooters, they appreciate the men and women in uniform. So if you've got a military ID, you're going to get 10% off your food and non-alcoholic beverage purchases. Uh, how about that? Every single day, this goes on at Hooters, and it's just to say thanks to the men and women in uniform. I don't know if we can say men and women, men and women and other in uniform. Uh, thanks uh, to them and thanks to Hooters. Brady reported. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Slider Day. Oh. You can get a free slider at White Castle. Okay. That's why he mentions it. <laughs> they posted a coupon There's online. Feed again. There's Ralphie Mays and Dr. Nation Newsfeed, Brady. How many White Castles are in town now and Two. how many are on the way, way to your house? <laughs> None. I mean, there's, huh? They're working their way towards you. I'm hoping so. They're putting one by the old radio station. Yeah, there's one in Guadalupe now, or near it. Yeah, Yeah. over there on uh, Warner and uh, the freeway. Oh. Yeah. Then you get one there, you go over and get one off to Scottsdale, because by the time you're done with the one in Chandler, you're going to need the one in Scottsdale. You're hungry again. Hot garbage, buddy. Don't you listen to these people. You keep spewing out that crap. That's good. White Castle will give you a free slider on Slider Day. That's how we're. It's May, and we're already of ideas. Imagine we're the people out. in line there, though. Oh, oh what a nightmare! Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, it's bad enough to go, you know, stand in line at any place, but now on free slider day, you're getting the worst humans alive. You get a and the worst employees. Oh, they are unhappy, and they should double, be. and it's free today. You mean I get a free slider the size of the palm of my hand, and I got to stand in line behind Big Bertha and her whole family to get one too? <laughs> Ugh. The most dangerous job in America is... Fishing. Used to be. Second. Oh, uh, no, no. It would be third because loggers are second. Oh. The most dangerous job in America. Uh, broadcasting. You're not going to get it. President of the United States. Oh, well, yeah. That's fairly 9% dangerous. of them yeah. have been killed while they had the wow. job. That's there's only 40. Yeah, there's only 46, 46 of them? Wait a minute. Killed four, on the job four out of died 46. on the job? That's a good point. Killed. Why are they had the job? Nine presidents have been Four killed? Four out, oh. out of 46. Gotcha. Okay. But nine of nine percent, you say? Nine percent. Got it. Hmm. That makes sense. The next highest death rate is on the job are loggers. 0.13%. We don't have... Uh, you're talking about danger as far as life-threatening. Yeah. I'm talking about dangerous as like slip up and say the wrong thing and you never work again. The first ever NBA game was held in Canada on November 1st, 1946. 
the New York Knickerbockers played an old team called the Toronto Huskies in Toronto. Helen Keller wasn't born blind or deaf. Huh? She lost her sight and hearing due to a disease oh, yeah. when she was one and a half years old. That's in that movie. It was Miracle diagnosed World. as a brain fever, which was most likely scarlet fever. Right. It blinded her and deafed her. And just, I mean, brutal. Just a fever so bad your eyes and ears go, that's it. We quit. <laughs> the Social Security Administration just re- revealed the most popular baby names for last year. Not much has changed. Caden? Braden? No, Caden or Bradens. No, that's that's the next generation. Yeah. The Cadens and Bradens are all in their teens. Liam, Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, and Theodore. There's going to be an ass ton of Liams in college in about 15 years. For the girls, the top 10, Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn, and finally, Luna. 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 I know so many dogs right now that are named yeah. Luna. So it's, like it's, it's all dog names now. <laughs> Sounds like a fat girl name. When, when popular names, it is. <laughs> Luna does it. Well, she's a moon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't name your skinny girl Luna. <laughs> but yeah, that's the funny thing is those are all dog names when Jenny, Kate, Lisa were all popular names. And now those are names for dogs. My grandma's name was Isabel, and people used to make fun of her because it was an old lady name. Now it's a beautiful name again. A kindergarten teacher in California went viral on TikTok, claiming that she hatched chicks from a carton of eggs she bought at Trader Joe's. All right. In the video, she says she incubated nine of the dozen eggs, along with three farm fresh eggs. Three weeks in her classroom, she marked the Trader Joe's eggs, and so she could keep them separate from the the other three. Wait, she's got. Nine eggs she's hatching, three she skipped, and then another three? She basically had... Um, That's 15 eggs. Okay, she had a dozen <laughs> Trader Joe's eggs. Start over. She had a dozen Trader Joe eggs right. and, a, and three farm That's eggs. 15 eggs. 15 eggs. 15 eggs. She marked the Trader Joe's eggs. Out of the dozen Trader Joe's eggs, nine of them hatched. I th- Wait, she bought eggs at Trader Joe's and there were chickens in them? Yeah. Some well, people say it must be staged. You can do that? there's no way what the story's about, that a huh? store would sell fertilized eggs. Yeah. The teacher has since posted updates insisting that it's legit. Well, there is science to back her up. According to agriculture experts, it is possible, but generally not possible to hatch a commercial egg. Huh? I'm confused. Most eggs sold in the grocery stores are from poultry farms where they're laying, um, the laying hens have probably never even seen a rooster. Yeah, they're unfertilized. But as the egg industry moves away from battery cages to more humane practices like the pasture raised. That's terrible what they do to those things. It's so much domestic violence. Yeah, that's That's what they call them, battery cages. Battery cages are. To the free range selling uh, the family farms. It's becoming increasingly possible for a rooster to be in the flock. Hmm. The odds are still small. Maybe some of them also are, uh, you know, fluid. Some of those hens, you know, see themselves as a boy, and maybe they've got both. I mean, if it's working in the human world that way, maybe there's some of them that just wander around there as, as roosters that pretend to be hens, and the next thing you know, 
Nobody can explain it. So my Hickman uh, Farms is like, I know I got nine pets. So cock of the walk can take on a whole different meaning? Absolutely. He's just walking around going, I identify as one of you ladies. <laughs> I don't want him in our bathrooms. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be a bigot. He sees himself as a woman. That's the way he is. But he's a rooster. He's going to wreck everything. Not for us. Just those unsuspecting housewives that have little abortion eggs. So every egg is potentially fertilized. But the other uh, thing that happens, too, is um, the battery cage chickens are, you know, most of those eggs go into refrigeration. Sure, which would freeze it out. Probably ice it, yeah. You'd think but so. But now the free range are coming right from the farm to farm table. To table. Oh. Battery cage. Yeah, That's the battery right. cage yeah, is what you call huh. where the chickens get beaten. Because you remember, you remember those uh, like at Rawhide, they used to have the yeah. chicken on the, you put the quarter plate. in. Yeah. A hot plate. I spent uh, four or $5,000 watching that chicken croak. <laughs> <laughs> he had to it. hate me. That one at Rod, I couldn't figure out if it was real. He'd or stand not. there and stare back like, "Don't, don't." <laughs> this little prick's face, putting that nickel in. Here, what's his name from Toy Story? And he'd just start heating up. You'd see him going, "Look, he's dancing and dancing and being tortured." You son of a bitch! And then it would stop, and he'd be all right for a few seconds. Start being a chicken again. Watch me dig in my pocket for another one. You son of a bitch! Yeah, I wonder if they still. I haven't been to Rawhide in a long time. I haven't either. Imagine they don't have the. Chicken on the stove dance. <laughs> well, now I want to try that. I wouldn't be surprised with my eggs. Stove dance? No, I want to. Oh. I definitely want to make chickens yeah. dance on a hot plate. But I know I, uh, I want to incubate some eggs. And I wonder if it is heat or is it a little um, like more of a shock. Oh, so which one's better? Because I know they, you know, they can survive cold weather eggs? on it. So the the legs, the chicken legs, the feet, huh? I'm just saying, um, you know, used to be, it was called chicken. Oh, you're back on the chicken dance. Oh, I see. I was going with the eggs again. I got you now. Oh. Yeah. You know, it still hurts them, though. That's why they dance in a hot floor. Malls are having a tough time because teens aren't going there as much. That's right. Still confused. What do we need? Well, we got it. No, we're good. Don't don't be all indignant. I see. Just be a jerk. What a jerk! Puff his chest up a little bit. You're the one who you're the one who turned when we went back to eggs, back to the hot plate. I want to make sure he's clear. We got it. I'm a little concerned. Damn! What an asshole! Look look the other way. Don't look at him anymore. You're not allowed to look at him anymore. I was looking at you. I know you shook your head. Like, wait a minute, what happened? He wasn't wrong. It was a little bit. So malls are having a tough time. <laughs> no, no, no. I think Brady just said I want him out. I was, like, I was going, this guy. Oh, this guy. Oh, I thought he was saying yeah. get him out of here. I thought he gave me the thumb, too. Brady started, he's he's had it with your confusion. He's so clear. He's so goddamn clear. It's your fault. <laughs> no, I'm just sorry I delayed the uh, discussion there. We're going back around. No, no. Because I started thinking about the chicken on the hot plate. Oh, and okay. I'm like, I don't think they had heat it because I know they don't really feel um, like they don't know when their feet are frozen. You that. don't know that. They're just dumb. Yeah. They may know it's. I, they don't. They don't know what frozen is. But I bet you they get cold. Because I had a uh, friend. One of my dad's friends had peacocks. Yeah. And they'd get up on the tin roof in the winter. Right. And, and their feet. There? Their feet would freeze. Right. They wouldn't even do it. And he'd have to. Sometimes uh, he had to put a couple of them down because their feet they'd break would break off. off. But that's because what? they don't feel. They right? may feel it. They don't know the. Do you know that? They don't know no, the ramifications of it. Like they can, they don't have uh, like they can't go. Well, this leads to this. Yeah, they don't have cognitive reasoning, so they're standing there going, "My feet are cold, and now I can't move." Snap! Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is no good. You don't know that they can't feel it so much. 
Yeah. Because that chicken on a hot plate felt every time I put a nickel in. Every time. Because he wasn't happy about what was going on, and he started running. And people would laugh. And then <laughs> some other jackass kid, throw a nickel in there, Timmy. So with the malls uh, being empty all around the United States, really popular thing that's happening right now is they're turning them into indoor pickleball venues. That's not, a great not idea. Not Walden Books or Wet Seal and stuff like that. Sam Goody. <laughs> right. Um, but the bigger spaces are being converted. Excellent idea. Yeah. I always thought they should just open one up and there's the zone. They have a... Yeah. Uh, right? There's one... I I'd fiesta them all. There you go. It's the new zone. You're not allowed out. But here you go. I thought they already started raising that one, but I, I was with you. Well, maybe. I, Whatever mall is there. Yeah. Is, did they already start tearing Fiesta Mall down? No, but they're on the verge of it, I guess. Uh, Metro's going. Metro's gone. Metro's gone. That's like a billion down. dollar Is that done? Project. No, I mean, did they already crush it, or is it oh, most you, of it's, most of it's beat up? You should see the plan. Okay. Oh, if it's it com- insane. Yeah, it looks... It's going to change the whole neighborhood. Yeah, but then that's what they say. At the yeah. channel mall. It's still, on, you it's still, still up to 17 yeah, on an avenue. You still haven't told the neighborhood yeah. yet that you all have to change. I'll just price them out. Pickleball's growing so fast, it's outpacing the availability of outdoor courts in many places. Right. That's a pretty good idea to turn malls into something. I, I, schools, I thought all like schools would be a mall soon. Like they just jam every... Like every big uh, old Dillard's could be like all the sixth grade and all the city could be in one spot. But like one of those uh, online high schools here took over a, a I don't know yeah. if it was a oh, mall, yeah, it but it was a it was a shopping center they took over. Colleges, things like yeah. that. There was a there's a mall. Churches in, think, are taking over some of those. Yeah, there's yeah. some of those. The chicken place? The strip malls. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah. <laughs> there's a mall in Baltimore that they actually converted into housing. Yeah. So, like, the, the stores they made into apartments, and then downstairs they had, like, retail and stuff. Oh, so My perfect. brother-in-law's on a, a good board idea. in Ohio, and they're trying, they're recommending that on some of those spaces because it's a lot cheaper yeah. than building from the ground up. The problem is the contracts, the government contracts are so lucrative for yeah. construction companies to get that and build it. To do government things? Yeah, just to build. Yeah. I mean, and it'd be an easy fix because you got all this space. Available and the conversion's a lot cheaper than building it from scratch. Yeah, Amazon fulfillment centers. We need more of those. Get me my stuff even faster. Uh, I've got a little Wild America. All right, go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild America. (laughs) Two Florida deputies helped a hawk escape from the clutches of a snake on Sunday. They have uh, body camera footage. And Don't this, uh, cock your head. I got you know, trying to, for yeah, it earlier. I'm picturing it in my head. I'm like, wow, that's an interesting visual I've just created. So it was a snake. He's painting a picture, Richard. Wrapped around a hawk. It's all the way around uh, the neck and the body of the hawk. Was the, the hawk frozen to a roof? No, the, the hawk went down. It was a red-shouldered hawk, and it swooped down on the snake. And lost. But it was uh, too big of a snake. You know, little, little hawk's eyes thought, oh, I can take this snake. <laughs> it's like Brady Hawk. <laughs> I can polish totally. off. Yeah. But then he grabbed the middle of the snake, and the snake's like, not today, and started yeah. to wrap around him. And then it became, who's the apex predator yeah. now? Wow. Um, so the deputy saw struggling in the middle of the street and uh, grabbed the snake's head and helped peel off the uh, hawk and the snake. It's a tactical Both black snake. Both set free. Tactical black snake defending itself from that awful hawk. 
I like. It was that. a black racer, the type of snake. Non. Are they the ones that tie up? They can constrict, but they're There's, not poisonous. What's it called? A black racer. Okay. They're called that because they're they're fast for a snake. There's a red racer, black racer, and the blacks are faster. I get it. <laughs> That's your wild America. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Red ones aren't as good because they're usually drinking. <laughs> I chased a red racer one time in, in Arkansas in the Ozarks. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Things so fast. You thought for a minute you could get it. Yeah. Imagine the black racer. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, imagine what would Chuck happen. Chuck <laughs> uh, I don't Jesse know if you Owens saw this over the weekend. <laughs> I'm catching that. What was the lose. purpose of that, chasing that? Were you going to get it? And, yeah, trying to catch it. And then live with it for... It would live with me. Hmm. It's the question you <laughs> ask every time he gets I know, but for animal. someone who loves nature so much, you sure want them out of there. <laughs> you take them out of their homes all the time. You kidnap nature all the time. I stopped doing that years know, ago. Because they're so fast. And I had a lot of snakes, uh, two or three, escape from my enclosures. Well, my guess is my mom would see him. You took him out ones. a lot and yeah. played with him, and then, oops, fell asleep or got distracted by a PB and J with mayonnaise. <laughs> this uh, eight-year-old girl from uh, Michigan was being kidnapped, and her brother, thirteen-year-old brother, saved her from the kidnapper with his slingshot. Part shot two. the dude one time in the head, and then one time in the chest. The guy took off. Wow. They found him. Not too much later, 17-year-old kid. He had wounds to his head and chest. But he came out of the woods and grabbed the 8-year-old girl. Just standing on the edge of the woods? I guess so. Oh, it's every bad dream. Yikes. He came popping out of the woods and stole yeah. a little girl? Yep, while she's playing with her Man, this brother. is the most hillbilly story that's ever been it's told. It's up in the, you know. <laughs> you are in hillbilly in remote country. Michigan. You want to talk about crackers, these people standing in the woods and some 17-year-old inbred drags another kid into there and they slingshot their way out? That is only, I mean, there's, they're probably in dungarees with ropes around the belt. That's exactly what I picture. <laughs> no shirts. There isn't a shirt in the mix. The girl's got kind of a, maybe a halter or a bra type shirt kind of hanging off Kid's one arm. has got the wrist rocket. <laughs> Just trying to plunk pigeons or whatever's around Getting there. dinner. He's probably yeah. hitting possum, trying to fire at some possum with his sister. Or he had a sister in the woods, and he was going to have sex with her, and he was going to knock her out with that slingshot. She was running into the woods, and you're, you're the game. Right. I, I try right. to hit you. Talk about apex predator. Brothers chasing her into the woods, and then some 17-year-old mountaineer comes popping out and tries to get her anyway. That's just... Ugh. Hill There's people. a dog park in Montreal, Canada. They posted a sign that bans barking. At the dog park. It says it's forbidden to let your dog bark, Good whine, luck. or howl. And if your dog barks, you could get a uh, face fines between $370 to $1,475. We should do this with babies. Should have no owners. out loud noises from babies clause. Yep. I'd support that. Find mothers and then keep them. They'd stay in their houses. That's the, the, the dog, dog owners are angry and confused about this new sign. Yeah. It sounds like the neighbors complained of the that the park was too noisy. The dog park. <laughs> it's unclear how they're going to enforce the rule. 
reporters talked to several dog owners at the park, and they said regardless of the intent, this makes the dog parks stressful and not fun. And as the interview was happening, people were listening to dogs constantly barking yeah, in the background. The, there's no cop that's going to go enforce this. Yeah. Nobody wants that job. No, that no, no, no cop is going to hang around going, all right, which one of you owns the Shih Tzu? <laughs> Thing won't shut up. That's me, sir. All right, five hundred dollars fine. I'm the meanest cop in the world. <laughs> no cop at all is going to do that. In fact, it'll just be some HOA guy handing out slips suggesting. Yep. Never pay for that. That's By right. the way. Just hit my number 30, 30th photo radar ticket. Number 30 in the trash. Came over the week. Finally, that barrier's been tough to break. Been in the 20s for a long time. Number 30. Got a couple of pretty videos. All right. Don't pay those fines unless a cop actually gives you the ticket. And then if it's at a the dog staff park. Staff and management of Hubbard Broadcasting yeah. cannot endure. Do not pay those what fines. What John Holmberg is saying right now. I'm telling you, it is legit. It's constitutional and stuff. You can't just get a thing in the mail said you did something wrong. Silent baby park. While we at Hubbard may agree with what John Holbrook nah, is nah, saying, nah, we nah, cannot. You don't represent Hubbard. Hey, by the way, disclaimer, this guy doesn't represent Hubbard's thoughts and feelings. <laughs> you got to grease a few palms. You don't have to have grease to anybody. Care of. What, to get rid of Toledo? All right, <laughs> no, do, what you, do what you do. Do what you do, kid. <laughs> Tired of this guy chugging bottles. Paying a house. <laughs> Paying pay houses, I'll do that, and I'll take care of them. About my bottle. Hey, huh? John, don't worry about that sound you heard. That was just Rico Blaze walking into Susan's office, <laughs> slapping that yeah. fat dick down on her I, desk. Yeah, I did, get a, I did get a thing that said that uh, the gunshot was Susan outside trying to draw on the cops so she could sexually harass again. Oh, no. Look who's come back. And you can come on my back anytime, baby. All right. Hey, now. You here for National Slider Day? No, I understand there was a gunshot. If anybody's popping off, it's going to be me and your sweet ass. Rico Blaze in the house. Hey, you guys want to have yourself a policeman's ball? Mm. Yeah. Here it comes. Oh, snap one off. Brady, it's tired of tears. you look like you've been working out. Yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> but I'd like to work your ass out if you don't mind. Rico Blaze made a joke. Good one, Rico. It certainly was. Now you suck on that straw while you think about what else to say, son. Anyway, anytime there's a gunshot in the area, you call up old Rico Blaze. You're going to wish there was a bullet hitting you in the head. Mm, Goddamn. Susan's going to be hanging out the window with, with a 45. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just firing up. <laughs> Bring them cops on. It's been a while since the police She's have been here. Bump stop. <laughs> it's our turn. Bring your sweet blue pants towards me. Let me pat you down. First radio video. Kid getting hurt. All right. Dad trying to rescue him in the play school car because it's heading across oh, it's, the street. Oh, it's breakneck speeds into the road. Oh, oh, and the he saved the car. The kid fell out into a little well or like a ditch of irrigation. <laughs> Kids have the time of his life, though, until until Toledo's dad throws him Get into him the into sewer. The <laughs> Turns him into Andy Dufresne for a second. <laughs> into the pipe. 
Next one's pretty quick, but you'll enjoy this. This was at a church. By the way, what Midwestern city still has this Roman form of plumbing? Like, oh, there's what? a lot. That's a creek that just runs through a neighborhood. It is? Yeah. It does. It stops under that driveway. No, it's not, well, it's got a culvert. Look yeah, at, that's what goes, I'm saying. Look at it. It goes up, it goes up the whole street. Uh, that's where those Prevents people. flooding. You can tell over across the street, it goes over there, too. That's where those so crackers. They get, they get a lot of rain there. Yeah. <laughs> they take dumps in there, and it just washes in the pipes. That's where it lives. That's Pennywise's place. This is a quick one. It's the the worship team jamming out at a church service. All right, and watch. Oh, the cross, the cross just fell and killed oh, the drummer. Man. Jesus, the just cross right. fell off the wall. I like the music. Well, they're it in. music of the. Wait a minute, yeah. is Jesus just all right a religious song, or is that kind of? I think they are putting that over. Oh, that's that. not really what they're playing. It's the actual version. I'm yeah. like, these guys are good. <laughs> I was going to say, that band didn't miss a beat when that cross killed their drummer. It's Jesus on the skins. The All last right. one's a uh, a family ride on the scooter. All right. This has no Chased sound. by dogs. Oh, there's a couple dogs. dogs. Just like Boom. Oh. And I mean family. Oh, there's three on there. There's mom, dad. Three people on a moped. And then the dogs turned away and left. They just wanted they're to just they know run their along job. with them. Oh, they chased him into the back of a car. Yeah. Now who's dinner? How many people are on that? Three or three. four? There are three people on a scooter. And once the dogs accomplished what they needed to do and crashed them into the back of that Odyssey, they left. They went home. They know their job. They work for the cartel. <laughs> oh, the scooter got landed kind of on one of the dogs, and it got out of there. Yeah. The baby's okay, too. Yeah. Dad doesn't look too good. The dog lands right on him. He whoever's out in, of there. Whoever's in blue did not fare well. No. <laughs> That's abuela. Is, is that, I, I don't think we're in Maybe. Mexico. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> she took... That's, she was in the back. She took the biggest flight. How is it that people in India don't get all tied up in those motorcycles? All those flowing gowns they wear. You'd think that and they'd just be sucked into engine after engine wearing that there's stuff. There's thousands of them on the road. Indians? And scooters. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. It's India, Brady. Thousands. There's more than that. There's billions of Indians in India. And scooters. All right. Uh, I'm worried about you. You warned us before. Well, no, the bad ones are coming at the later part of the week. Oh, but he's pacing. You don't want to kick it off? No. All right. Not yet. Well, I think I got something. All right. All right. Here's a little uh, demolition work. Guys just pounded on some drywall. In the drywall. That's cement. Oh, the whole wall oh, came down. Oh. Killed the guy. <laughs> oh, my God. It folded holy uh, walnuts in yeah. half. Wow. All right. And uh, here's one of these... Uh, Oh, these cop videos. Where these the cop guy, videos are crazy. Somebody pulled over, and I guarantee you, some out-of-control driver. Oh, he's coming from the other side of the road. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus. Here it comes. Here's that the, is, the video the game. Video. Was that his seatbelt? Yeah, I think so. Dude lost right. control all the way. This is his cop camera view. I mean, everything wow. gets hit but him. I thought he did get oh, hit. A little, oh, but he, I mean, it's a tapping. Ricochet. Bam. He gets tapped, but it's not. I mean, that's horrifying. That's some BMW on BMW oh. crime. <laughs> the BMW's no like, kid. Uh, officer, do I get out of this one? It's such a nice neighborhood. That cop was pulling the guy over to go, you're driving exceptionally well today. I just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, that's a crazy one. Here we go. What do you got here? No. Oh, 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 o
Why is he putting? He's, he's cutting his penis oh, Corona I'm not with watching. an Exacto knife, and he's oh oh, it's the tip of the Exacto, and he's driving it all the way through. Why? I don't know. <laughs> oh God! It's uh, he's it's filleting. It's uh, one of those big oh, metal. Ex- oh, man. look at what's it's deflating it. Oh. The tip of his penis has got a. Oh, he's oh. trying to get all the way through it. How is this happening? What? How in the world is this? Oh. Who sent you? Was Person. this Crandall? That's Crandall. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Oh. oh, he hit a vein. He hit a vein. Oh. We got oh, a gusher. Oh, we got a gusher. Oh. That was a. Oh, it was so clean until it wasn't. Oh, don't don't no, start no, it. No, I'm going to. I'm trying no. to get it off the screen. Get it off. What is that? Why am I so hard? <laughs> Ooh. And he said uh, he's got he's got better ones for the rest of the week. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, on his mind. Wow. Oh, we'll just end there. Yeah, that, that's a good closer, Brett. <laughs> Somebody says you need to send a stripper gram uh, cop to Susan. No, the, the stripper guy wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> yeah. He thought it would be all fun and games until he's in a cage in her basement. It's our turn. In the cedar chest. Can we get Rico Blaze to show up down here? <laughs> Stop it. He's not doing anything. <laughs> go ahead. Hang on, hang on. Rico's ready to go there. now. <laughs> He's been waiting. Stand up. Hey. Mom, watching that man cut off his dick was hard, like I am most of the time. I've had bitches ask me to cut a couple inches off. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, I've been listening to your show all morning. Not bad. Heard your discussion about whiteface. If giving people whiteface was racist and a crime, then I'm the guiltiest man that's ever walked the earth. Mmm. <laughs> Rico Blaze. Ow. Working out. I'm working out, Rico. And out. And in and out. Mmm. Brady, you need to hit the weights. I knew he'd come back. You knew I wasn't done yet. You need to hit the weights, Brady. Lift this. Here's a little shake weight. Put it up by your face. Shake it. Mmm, it's the XL Black version. Rico's done. Stop baiting Rico Blaze in and out of the room. I can't sit down. That video. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he do it? Like it has to have it has to come with a story. Why just take this and stab my slowly stab the tip of my penis with right, an exact right. even just hearing about it. I'm I know. Just... Like stabbing it fast, I'd be like, ah! But he works it. Well, if blood fills it up, it should come spurting out, right? And Let's find a, out. That wasn't an erection. That was a soft one. Yeah. I, like if that was that wasn't well, Brady, maybe it is for you, but that wasn't an erection for me. <laughs> Definitely for me. I mean, <laughs> right. All right. Looking at that. It's out, it's in your hand, it should be. You are getting up there in age. Those are that would have been a pretty good one for you. <laughs> Huge. That didn't look like an erection to me. He was tugging on it. Oh yeah. And he's uh, slow. Yeah, that- and like you see when it was mashing in there, it was like dough. And it was such a slow butter knife cut. Cuts Ooh. like a knife. <sighs> and then when it hit whatever vein it hit. Oh my god. What's wrong with everyone? That's gotta be like suicide, right? That he's I would commit suicide. Like that's no. not that's not a fun event. He does a lot because you'd die. Well, that one dude 
and Germany bled out in the tub, but it took a while. Yeah, well, that'll take a minute. Ugh. Damn it, that was a tough one. Oh, it's 816. There you go. That's right up there with dude with a glass that breaks in his butt. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, That's we there. got the warning uh, for the rest of the week. All right. It's only going to get better in his eyes uh, from there. Well, there you go. There's your Brady Report and a couple of videos at the end there that we'll never post. <laughs> Just have to search exacto knife and penis. I'm sure it'll come up. It'll I mean, pop I right up. Not your penis. Maybe Brady's. <laughs> Huge. That wasn't a hard God, knife I, and I hope gigantic. That wasn't, that wasn't. Stop it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom and just caress it. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Here we go, everybody. It's time now for what Brady would do. The most moral man in all of Phoenix joins us every single Monday with your problems in hand, and he solves them to the best of his ability uh, as a conduit to the Lord Christ. And it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. That's right. You can go on over there right now, uh, 12th Street and Indian School, and get all hooked up with everything. Father's Day's right around the corner. We talked about Mother's Day. Yeah. And get your uh, jewelry there, and they'll build something for you. Father's, Father's Day, get a watch, beautiful watch for Dad, some cufflinks, all that stuff. Too. Some Jordans. Pawns. Some Jordans. That's a good one right there. They got a wall of Jordans. and they some that AR-15 building class, too. I'm, it's perfect get, for get Dad. Get Dad signed up for that. So many options for Pops over there at Mo Money Pond and MMP Guns. That you can get them in there and make it all worth your while. TVs, tools. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That's a dad shopping paradise. Uh, MoMoneyPond.com is where you go. Check them out. And then, uh, again, it's coming into almost uh, Byron's uh, one-month anniversary of however old he is now. Because his birthday was a month ago, right? Man, he's just throwing out those discounts. So he's, uh, I don't know how old he is, but he's one month older than he was from his birthday. And it's Byron's. It's been over a month since my birthday discount. And that is going to be unbelievable. Just find Byron and say, hey, happy one month anniversary of your birthday. How about a little something off the top? And he'll do it. Chop it. <laughs> you ready, Brady? Ready. Oh, boy. Some bad ones. Yeah, there's some gems in here. Uh, here we go. I like this one a lot. <laughs> I like this one because of a specific phrase. It says, uh, Dear Brady, would you tolerate sexual harassment from a gay boss? You guys have been talking about it at your work for a while. My gay boss is constantly making comments none of us could get away with. Last thing he told me while I typed fast on a keyboard was, I'd love to make those fat little fingers smell terrible. Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Once your fingers in his butt. Everyone laughed, but it's because he's gay he can get away with it. If I ever said that to a female coworker, I'm out. But I fear if I go after the gay boss, because it is getting on my nerves, it's going to backfire, and I'll be labeled as the homophobe, because everybody finds it funny. I talked to him uh, once and said, hey, I feel like it's completely out of line what you're talking about. And he laughed, to his credit, said, okay, they're just jokes, but I'll be very, I'll be very careful. I'm sorry. But a week passed before we're back at it. Personally, I don't care that he's gay. I don't accept gay as a moral lifestyle. It's none of my business, though. But I wouldn't want a straight b- boss talking about making my fingers stink. What would you do, <laughs> Frank? <laughs> I want to make your fingers stink. Is my favorite thing ever. I think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And if I had um, a gay boss, um, I'd find it very funny. And it wouldn't offend me. But... If it is really bothering you, which it sounds like it is, yeah. you've said once already, 
I don't find that to be funny. Right. Was there paperwork on that, though? Because if you just went in and had a chat, it, it, it's deniability is all yeah. over. You got you, If you're going to do that kind of stuff, you got to record I'd it. I'd say, you know, even say something to him one more time. And if he doesn't correct that, then you get the paperwork. I have a feeling I know what Brett would do. Want to give him a smack? Yeah. <laughs> Stand up like a man. Yeah. Are you going to talk to me about? Yeah. You didn't talk to me like that? Oh, I don't <laughs> think this stuff floats around here anymore, Twink. <laughs> and then you got that on your hands. Now you punch because the gay the guy one, at work um, your home. You know, you'll need other co-workers if it comes back to like, right. oh, you hate, you know, it could come back on saying, oh, it's you like, don't like gay people. It's like Susan downstairs when she was incredibly out of line with her sexual harassment right there in front of me and, and the cops. And she's a manager, and she told that, and all the ladies laughed. And I'm like, hey, this isn't fair. And I'm screaming at the time, hey, come on. But I'm, you know, I'm the jackass that I'm not going to get too upset about anything for real. I just found it to be like, what? You know, when I realized at that moment, she sort of, you know, she can can do that. And she was right. It's our turn. It's like, sure, have a laugh at our show. We're dudes. We're cooler. I don't care yeah. if you sexually harass people. It's hilarious to me. So long as it isn't a power You're not play. acting on it. Right. And so long as it's not a guy to a girl. It's the same thing as uh, when uh, students and teachers have sex. When it's a boy and an older lady, there's high fives everywhere. When it's a girl, it's a tragic crime. You know? That sixth grader that nailed that smoke show. Uh, forgot her name. Or Brittany oh, Zamora. Zamora. Yeah. Oh, she's memorable for what reason? You remember Brittany oh, Zamora because she's being a hot show. And a sixth, That's it, yeah. A sixth grader won her over. Is there a double standard? Of course there's a double standard. It's horrible either way. But when you look at the little boy, you're like, what did, I would love that. Because my brain would say, when I was 12, if I could have nailed that? Oh. But when it's a male teacher and a girl, it's just awful. It's just awful. Creepy. So it's the same thing with the gay thing and the woman boss. When you get a gay or a woman boss, yeah, they shouldn't do it. But when they do, it's kind of funny. And maybe Susan was right. Maybe it's their turn. And we just have to kind of tolerate some weird stuff. Making my fingers stink as a joke? Hilarious. <laughs> Pretty funny. But if he called me into the office and said, hey, if you want a promotion, there's one thing you got to do, and that's get those digits to start smelling a little bit like a sewer in India. <laughs> no, that's harassment. Now we're talking like you're not getting this job unless you put your fingers in here. Now that's something else. But if it's just jokes Don't let the, the office, uh, double standard bother you right that's the thing be a man he's, he's flipping it around saying if i was doing this right i'd be fired i'd be written up right in um, a way but maybe there's some truth to this in a way maybe you are a little homophobic and i hate that word so much but maybe you are a little bit intolerant because he's gay and getting away with it you know what i mean yeah because if like brady wandered over to me and goes man those fingers sure can't type i want to make them stink i'd laugh for a half hour but the fact that you actually do that on the side as a gay guy, you know, might make me a little uncomfortable. So maybe you are uncomfortable with the gay side. He shouldn't say it, but as a dude. He's not doing that. that and that's not a rip on you. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's it's complimenting. Compliment. You're a handsome man. And you can type real fast, and those fingers probably do some damage in places he wants them to do damage. Let those fingers do the walk. Exactly. Get it in there. It's like an 80s Yellow Pages ad. Get in there. Be cool, you're a guy. This is a weird one. Uh, Dear Brady, I run a business. I'm struggling to get young college people to accept a job with my company. 
I don't want to say what we do because it's a small family tech company and I really don't need people knowing about this. But a kid I interviewed uh, and offered the job to said he didn't want it because another place offered him a job that included a gaming room and personal time room. He wanted a place for a stress nap that we didn't provide. And he ended up at my competitor because they have all those design spaces. So now I'm thinking to myself, being a tech company, Google ruined everything. Do I have to build one of these rooms or stick to my ideals that a workplace is not for naps? Brian. Oh, man. Have you Uh, been to one of those places that has those? Have you heard? Unbelievable. Well, they have to because everybody got lazy. And you had a lot of people that um, it really they aren't using them as much. Right. Then the pandemic didn't help much because most no, of them were working work. remotely. Right. And that takes up a lot of real estate for them to uh, – Our know, marketing super genius uh, guru, Louis Moses, comes in after the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. I went down to his old building, and he said, when we built this, I realized that most of my employees are under 30. Is that a basketball hoop and like three or four air hockey tables, a place for a band to rehearse? Yeah. Bean bags instead of like everything was all like the coziest rec room I've ever been in. I said when it gets down to work, these guys will work for a little bit and then they like freak out and they have to go lay down or they had beer. There's a handful that still do it. I mean, Google, that LGE Google might yeah. have some stuff. LGE has the the cornhole place and they've got a bar. You go to the um um you go to which I've been to both Pixar Studios and then oh. the Lucas in in San Francisco. Yeah, ones over in Oakland, unbelievable. But their design is they want you there twenty four seven. Right. So anything that you need, if you need yeah. something to eat, they don't need you to go work home. out. Yeah, they want you to stay there. But if you're running a small business and this is str- like the struggle is these people won't work for you unless you give them a designated nap space. Do you build it? And adjust with the times of no, the new I, generation, or do you stay old school? I think um, you're losing. Realistically, people. I don't think it's too hard to figure out a gaming space. I mean, that'd be one room, but I would also say that um, there's a ton of opera. I mean, you know, th- unless this kid was head and shoulders above every other candidate you're right. looking at, I Maybe think you'll have a. I think there's a lot of. Um, kids in the it and evidently not coming out of there i saw a thing on cbs saturday morning that no one can hire anyone like out of college i hear they more want so. three hundred thousand a year right and they are putting like they're coming in like the interview process isn't are you good enough for the job it's like what are you offering me and the one kid turned he turned directly to a a, a supervisor on camera and said the reason that i didn't take the job is because they couldn't promise a promotion in the first eight months yep and That's like, the I don't know I you. Say. I don't know you. How am I going to guarantee you a job? Bump? How soon can I make six figures? Right. It's a very, like, in, in six months, can I be making... Yeah. Uh, six figures better start the conversation. Yeah. yeah well, a, but, uh, crazy. you know, for some... I, I'm talking in, in jobs and hours. Sure. Yeah. In that field, you can make some decent money. And you want a f- nap? It's kindergarten. You can have your nap. At your desk. (laughs) Sleep at your desk. If I catch you, you're fired. We don't sleep at work. We sleep at home. Raised a bunch of pussies. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That evil villain in the background you heard was true. It's easy. Go, you know, (laughs) have a little lunch and take a little nappy pappy after that. No. 
You work. You have yeah, your certain amount of time sake. for lunch. Okay, then do it in your car like a decent That's what person. I'm saying. Right. You don't yeah. go into work and sleep. We had a security guard named Kang at the old building. He's not doing. He <gasps> he didn't ask for a nap place. No, he just it fell just asleep. Happens. You couldn't tell because he was so Asian. <laughs> That's at the zone, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's so Asian, but he sat in the break room while our bosses came through, like the bigwigs from out of town. And this is Kang. He's our security guy, and he's wearing. Like, one guy goes, "Is he asleep?" And our main guy, Terry, goes, uh, I believe he is, yes. And they just kept walking. <laughs> Your security guard's not only inside, he's sleeping. He was design- His whole job was to watch the parking lot. He'd come in and go to bed. Rarely did I see him in the parking lot. He's usually in the break room. Yeah. Oh, he was always in the break room because it was hot as F outside. Why would you stand outside? And he'd tell me, he goes, oh, so hot. Can I sit in here? And I worked in this production room. It was dark and cold. I'm like, sure. And I just see Kang just sink into his own shoulders and sleep for like 15 minutes. And then those weird little eyes would open. And he'd start laughing. Now, that was in a day and age when people sleeping at work, like he, if you got caught, it was frowned upon. Yeah. Now, if this boss walks by and sees Kang sleeping in the break room, it's like, oh, shh, Kang's asleep. He's, he needs his nap. I don't know what happened to this society, but sleeping at work well, that used was to be big, really bad. Uh, uh, a big perk when they first started doing this. Oh, the game yeah. rooms. I mean, we've got our pinball machines pinball around machines. here. Pinball machines. It's keeping you away from games. Those were free. But you imagine why we have them. The, sh- the bowling shuffleboard. How funny would it be to walk by Tripp's office and he's balled up on the floor on a mat? Oh, we can't go in right now. Even though the world's falling apart, Tripp's in the midst of nap time. And it makes the most sense because he's, you know, at the age where naps are real important for him. You yeah, go down and going to... into. Can you imagine having a nap room, and all of a sudden there's no. five or six of your coworkers on their nap mat. In radio, we used to have uh, a room for stuff storage, like a couch, and and it turned into the promotions kids' dirty, dirty sex room. All those couches that and stuff. Those love sacks. Oh, Remember the love, love sacks? sacks. Ugh. There was no napping. They'd go in there and shut the door. And they should have never called them love sacks oh, because no. that's what happened. <laughs> Anyway. I think Randall burned those things. Oh, good. And I'm sure, like, <laughs> ghosts of infants came oh, off of yeah. There's so much DNA. Uh, dear Brady, if my wife does a DNA test, she's going to discover her dad isn't her dad and her mom had an affair. She's completely unaware of this, even though I found out the family secret from her brother. She thinks her family is Rockwellian. Uh, she wants to do a DNA test because she thinks our son isn't the father of our grandson because the wife, the woman he married, is a whore. If we do this DNA test, there's going to be a bunch of secrets revealed, and I know one of them is true. I'm not so sure if my son's not the real dad. What would Brady do? DG. Let her discover it. Man. The mom? Yeah, I mean, she's going to find out. I mean, well, is he saying, should I be the one to tell her? No, he's saying trying to dodge the whole DNA thing altogether. You're not going to... Dodge it. Why? She's dodged it this long. Well, this is about, but, but she's going but into she's trying to do it. But she's not trying to do it for that. She's trying to discover whether or not her son is the father of the grandson. What she's going to find out is her dad was not her dad. Yeah. Like, I, if you I, went I, into, I don't think I don't think there's anything that you can do to stop that. Man, you start making do you. I mean, I, yeah. don't, I don't have an answer for that oh, yeah. necessarily. Uh, you could try to. You could delay it. I would tell her, you know, if she's acting like a crazy person, it's none of your business. If they work it out, if your son and his wife are happy and they're going to have a kid, 
It's none of your business. What are you trying to do? Like that would be really easy to wonder. Why are you trying to get them to get divorced? Could you imagine if Medea's mom was testing you? Like you'd be miserable, no. and, and you two you are this. happy, and she just doesn't like you. That's no. that's causing no. more trouble. Not even happening. and you're and and he knows more secrets are coming. This is going to be a nuclear okay. bomb. Here's one thing: all of them have to be on the the grid. In other words, to find the DNA testing, like. I, I did the ancestry. Yeah. And I had to put my mom and dad in the system. Sure. It doesn't say you, you can't. It's not like you find that out right away. Yeah, but it tells you who you might be related and to. And I ain't paying $24 a, a month. Right. And you, but you, all right. Now there just, we go. Now you're just getting a little bit. Little bit <laughs> but maybe uh, that's me. That I, you know, there is something that <laughs> I look at that every time. That's. Ridiculous because it does pull up a lot of stuff. Yeah, but you can find that out because if you put your parents in there or if they're in there, it'll tell you, oh, you're related to these people and they're not on the list. So it'll be like, you know, you, yours came back fine because you know who your parents are. If it comes back, like, why isn't dad on the list over here? And this guy is. If he's had a DNA test, he'll Well, that's show what up. I'm saying. Nothing pulled up on my, my dad wasn't on the I had to put him in there. Right, because, because, because he done hasn't it. done the test. Yeah. But if the like if the real dad has, he'll pop I up. I guess it would pop in. You might be related to him. How am I related to dad's old college buddy? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And they not only that. hints every now and then. This dude's wife has terrible intentions to ruin her son's marriage. And what it's going to do is ruin hers. So this Frank guy that's emailing, his, or BG, is emailing saying, I don't want my life to explode. Got a nice. That's why I'm saying trap. he shouldn't. I mean, she's got to discover it. How do, do you think it'll ruin her marriage as well? Because it's not going to be good. It's not going to be because good. because if she found out that he knew the whole time, there's okay. that. There's also, like he said, again, rose-colored glasses. Yeah. People like yourself find out that your whole life's been a lie, and you're doing it because you're trying to figure out if Kirby's really with the. You know, like you're, you've got you're hyper. You look like a fool. But I look at it this way, you know, you can say it rose-colored glasses, but if I've turned out the way and and, and life has been pretty right. darn good. Easy to say. How could, I know it's... Easy to but say. But that's how I Cause my cousin, feel like I... Yeah, yeah you're right. My it's cousin had that same scenario with a very happy family, and it messed him up. Because he's like, I still love the people I love, but why did they do this? Why was this lie? And then, and, you know, he tried to fix it and stuff, but then he just went on this quest of who he is, what he's got. All and these- maybe you try to understand that. At the time, you know, if you look at, um, you know, even our parents back in the day, if something like that were to happen, yeah, you're not, it's just not accepted. I'm telling you, my whole family went into an uproar and we found out like five generations removed, uh, baby Holmberg was of a like a bastard baby was adopted by another wasn't adopted or? just given away back in the old days in sweden if an unmarried girl got pregnant they took it from her and gave it to a family like for a, like a bag of lingonberries you, you weren't allowed to yeah. Kid yeah. Away. yep you got a kielbasa and a baby that was it at your door kind of oh, like man, toledo work oh. save for the kielbasa <laughs> you get yeah and they would just give it away so this kid that we're actually related to no one knows his history it stopped right there you can't find the real mom you can't find any of it just boom the king of England or king of Sweden would uh, assign people to come out and go find a family for this because she can't have it. She's a whore. So my whole family's like, our whole lives are lies. Like, there were people crying. I'm like, wait a minute. My dad was the one who was like, I was pissed off. And then it came back that he was like, well, they're good people. There's nothing we can do. But that's five generations removed. Yeah. 
get over it. You find, yeah, you eventually kind of I mean, like, come on. But if it's your mom, and then she finds out her mom lied to her the whole time, and her Rockwellian mother had an affair, her whole childhood was fake. Like that's going to wreck this dude's world, and all he's trying to do is keep it in a nice little pen. Meanwhile, his wife's a bitch, trying to wreck her son's marriage just because she doesn't like the wife. She's the ultimate awful mother-in-law. You know, that's terrible. If Bunny did I, that I, again, I don't think you can. I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. I mean, think about what we talked about with your. Uh, that family, My, and they had the was it your cousin or your uncle or whatever yeah, with the gay? The oh yeah, and and the, it turns out that the, the wife cleaning lady had a was it no it was the gay one. Oh, Uncle Jack, Uncle Jack, whose wife had two babies with the doctor, and they started a big giant lie. And look at what those kids are going through now as they found yeah. out they're going through a nightmare. Like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? Well, it's not much of a nightmare they, uh, for you. I'm sure they're not comfortable with the fact that like what was going. Oh, oh and our was dad was gay to find out, but I don't. They're going to find it out. Think if, uh, well, if they think that or it was just. Why did mom have the affair with the doctor twice? Two babies. Why didn't dad. Artificial insemination. The the, the person they're related to saying, yeah, it was artificial insemination. But they didn't know any of that till the story came. So they're just piling lies on lies now. Yeah. Because they weren't told they were artificial insemination babies growing up. No. They were under the assumption that gay Uncle Jack was dad. Till about and four months you're ago. You're saying that about Jack. It's, we all know gay Uncle Jack's gay, Brady. This is why you should. He didn't know that. Questions. He was running for who for years. <laughs> he knew that's what he was running from. How do you not yeah. know you are? Yeah. yeah. Well, he kept marrying. Well, yeah. I mean, it must have been on the extreme down low, which which has been very mums on that. If it were the case, that's the way it used to be. I know, but Uncle Jack was think smart. At the end, he's still in the forties. Really matter. I mean, because he got married in the. 80s or early 90s. To another beard who was willing to take some stuff and fund his life. Did Uncle Jack rock around like Paul Lind? I mean, or what? I mean, no. Okay. Quite the opposite. No, back in the 40s, you manned up when you were gay because you didn't want to get drugged behind if, a Model T. If he was, he'd be uh, an outstanding bear. <laughs> right. He probably butched up a little bit. How you doing, kids, huh? Who wants a lollipop? I want to watch you eat a lollipop. <laughs> Look at Brady going to town on that. God damn it, I want to make your stinger, fingers stink. <laughs> he was a guy's guy. Yeah, he was a man's man. Boy, was he ever. Put a little flower on the on the rose there, a little bud on it. Come on. It's easy to say, oh, well, your parents were nice to you, so this doesn't matter. But when you find out, the mom's going to find out it was bad. And that her mom lied to her the whole time. And her dad knew, and he lied the whole time. And this whole image of their, her life is ruined. And she's got a lot, and that's going to create some tension in the house. I wouldn't want that. I think what helps on you know my cousin's side of it is, is both are dead, Jack and Joanne, yeah, which makes getting so answers like, harder. What, yeah. So what can I do about that? Just lay lay in bed at night and question your whole life. That's what you do, Brady. That's why therapists exist. Because well, maybe they yeah you can't get answers. It's even worse. They got a new brother. <laughs> you look at it like just every wow, that's awesome. Or you just I like, got a look, new brother you, made in a you, tube. You grew up for fifty something years. We're not. There's going to be no relationship here. Or you want the relationship, right? Or it's just awkward as hell. It's never good to find these things out when you. It just kills perceptions and that messes with people's heads. This dude emailing is like, my wife's going to find out her her life was a mess. She's not going to handle this well. 
It's interesting that, yeah, that he is carrying that. Of course he's carrying that. It's none him. of his business. It's- I know, but how he, how it's been kept away from her the whole time. Because they know she can't handle it. The reason they keep it away for years and years and years is because they know, all right, Betsy can't deal with this. Don't ever tell her. She'll off herself. Denied, denied, It's denied, better denied. not knowing. You're rose-colored. Put the glasses on her. Let her walk through life thinking this is real because she, w- apple of daddy's eye and finds out that it was all, f- he wasn't ever there. Brutal. It messed with me for a while and I found out my, I'm named after my mom's uh, first boyfriend. <laughs> it was weird. Who's John? Oh, that was a, I, basically she told me, he popped my Popping my juice. Oh, <laughs> she didn't say it like that, but she. But Dan didn't know that. Of course he did. Of course he did. She had book bags and stuff with John's name all over. But it. after the fact, he met her when right? she was or seventeen. He knew. She probably still had stains on the sheets from the oh. last. <laughs> Come on, what's making you guys sick for? It's my mom. Oh. Happy Mother's Day, Marcy. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, there's a chick that wants to worship Madee. She's put her face there a few times. We've never actually followed through. Oh, by the way, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners are gross. Man. But, dude, she's getting an abortion. I like raw dogging. Something about the risk of this gets my adrenaline going. But I do have a moral dilemma, not religious. I think abortions kill. So my question is, Brady, mainly John and Bert, would you bang a chick to get satisfying action, even though she's kind of a murderer, and you have morals against that, <laughs> Brady. Well, that, that, she's going that to abort the baby. Potentially, that, would be a deal breaker for me. That the girl blowing you is just putting off a few more days her abortion. Yeah, that yeah, is that would be tip. that would be hard for me to rally up on. I can't Some get blown can, by pregnant but, people, even if it's my baby. Right. On either side of it, if she's keeping oh. the baby, it's still tough to rally up for. Gross in every direction to have some pregnant lady giving you a humdinger in your car. <laughs> but it's but Devin. it's like, well, should I rally up afterwards? Oh, put her away. There's somewhere else goes the pregnant girl. And if you're a pregnant, you're willing the category, to do there's it. other fish in the Kinda sea. Oh, is she? Will, and she's like, don't worry, I'm pregnant, but I'm going to get an abortion. And gargling. How are you even enjoying your evening? Because with the person? main check for him is, I like raw dogging. <laughs> well, at least she puts and out. Right, that's pregnant. obvious. Yeah. Raw dogging is cool. Because you know, cream pie and stuff, you know? Treat her like a little Debbie. <laughs> you guys are I, gross, all of you. Yuck. Yuck. So, obvious answer. Move on. Yeah, don't let the pregnant lady give you any more until she's at least, you know, scorched the earth in her ovaries. Until her womb is empty. You'll find other women to raw dog with. Worst part about that whole thing is, you know, the baby gets the nutrients that the mom eats. And evidently she's eating an awful lot of that in front of a Buick. (laughs) That kid is being and what served else nutrients. Are you, um, you know, she, what else are you dealing with on that? Yeah, does the uh, different animal? Does the other person that you know could be the potential father of the baby? Yeah, where's he? And how does he feel on this? Yeah. So then you end up dealing mm-hmm. with that potentially. I don't think a lot of feelings are being shared between this group. Well, 
Again, those are unknowns <sighs> that could turn out sure, he could lethal. Yeah. You're getting blown by a pregnant lady. There's some other guy involved. He might stab you. Don't you ever watch Dateline? What a mess. Every single one of you. If a girl says I'm pregnant, but I'm getting rid of it, you want to get in the car with me? Yeah, I love raw dogging. And you're safe as ever. They're all, you're all going. Now I kind of hope Brady's right and there is a hell. Because we need to punish them. God. Devin. You're better than this. What's wrong with this world? She's pregnant. She's going to have the baby, boo. You know, I understand that she's already said she's pregnant, and that's all, and you're off the hook, Ugh. and this is the optimum time to raw dog. It is. Good time for raw dogging. Whenever I, I, I see a lady about sure. six months pregnant, I'm like, throw your condoms out, man. You got 90 days to raw dog that. She puts out. <laughs> Get my 90-day money-back guarantee. Now, now he's back in. Yeah. Should probably, you know what? Screw it. You should talk her into keeping the baby so you can raw dog for another seven months. <laughs> Good lord. Anyway, good luck to all of you. What a mess. That's what Brady did. Congratulations. You've made us all officially sick today. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, I got email. Whoa, oh, hello. quiet down, thing. I'm not done with you. I said I got uh, all these emails from people who are, have recently found out that their lives were lies too. Some trouble. Don't don't come yelling at me about it. I didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't bang your mom. Well, I might have, but I didn't impregnate. Her. You weren't a raw dogger. Oh, I'm raw dogged. <laughs> it's the only way to go, man. Raw dogging. Come on, bro. Thanks, getting no AIDS. They cured that anyway. <laughs> guy says, uh, that guy that emailed you is the type of uh, guy to get a BJ in a Planned Parenthood parking lot and then have the nerve to finish off her Sprite. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he drank her Sprite while she got to work. That is disgusting. Now, what kind of girl tells you, I plan on getting an abortion, but let's have a couple of beers first, because I don't care what's going on in there. They're not going to serve whiteface much longer, so we'll guzzle a couple of these. We'll get in the car. I'll, you know. Such a mess. Everybody's a disaster. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense, and they're uh, getting ready. They just did the Mother's Day stuff. Father's Day's right around the corner. If you want to get a Father's Day package together, they got one for you. You get one month, you get one free. That's beautiful. How about that? I uh, start talking about uh, all the things that you need for dad. I took my dad up there one time, and he's a guy who's had guns in his life his entire, uh, since he was a little kid. And it opened his eyes to a thousand different things as far as concealed carry or having it on your hip and everything else. Not to mention, we learned that my 75-year-old dad throws an elbow like a 20-year-old college kid. Dude, you flurry with that thing. And you want to talk about somebody who probably hasn't been that physically active as far as sport or wrestling or fighting in years. When he threw that elbow, you watched the 75-year-old man's confidence go through the roof. I didn't think I had that in me anymore. It's because people tell you you can't do it, and then you start doing it. Get dad involved in there. Get him a, a twofer. Uh, and get them two months of training right there 
uh, it's a beautiful. That's a great gift for your dad. And even if you're, you know, a youngster or you're a dad and you want to get your son who's a dad the present, or get it for each other. That's a great Father's Day gift. If you haven't seen your dad uh, fight, you know, hitting pads or working out and stuff like that. And even if you got an old dad. The stuff they do, they'll surprise themselves. That's the best part. It's a confidence booster. It's beautiful. And it's Father's Day. It's a good gift. It tells them you care. And they're a vulnerable group, some of those senior citizens, even if your dad's not a senior citizen. You're getting up there, you start poking them around. I don't think Torp needs to be doing that. We, uh, we keep him in a room. Yeah, I think Torp's okay. He, he doesn't yeah. have a heavy kick right now. No. I don't think Torp's wandering around with a few thousand bucks in his pocket taking chances either. Somebody going to rob Torp. He always wants to hit that ATM, but no. <laughs> Pretty reasonable robbery with Torp, which is to just kind of push him out of the way. And, you know, there's a certain point where it's just no longer a good idea. Like, you know, can't get up anymore. Torp's like, go ahead, take it off. What do I care? But somebody, uh, Bray, you should get out there and start popping elbows, throwing some stuff. Bray's got a hell of a kick on him. Uh, if you want to get in shape, do it for yourself for Father's Day. Uh, it's a twofer. That's a good deal. Uh, they got you in Phoenix, they got you in Chandler, and they got you in Glendale. They're all over the place. They got you surrounded. What are you going to do? It's reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Johnny Depp just signed a $20 million three-year deal to continue as the face of Dior's Savage. Savage. That's the largest deal for a men's fragrance ever. It's huge. Have you smelled it? On the average, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, is it? I've never, I don't know. I asked a guy probably three months ago. I was golfing with him. Like, is that your deodorant? He says, no. It's so posh. And then you made love on the greens. Yeah. (laughs) You can't help it. Um, (laughs) On average, A-list celebrity deal with a makeup company or a fragrance industry is two to four million. Uh, Dreamboat Robert Pattinson has a $12 million deal with Dior. And Brad Pitt has a $7 million deal with uh, Chanel number five. What was Savage? What did Johnny Depp get? $20. $20 million. Over so just three years. smells good? Yeah. I, I look at Johnny Depp as a guy who needs cologne to cover his natural smell. Like, he looks dirty and stinky. So Savage is, like, powerful to get rid of that street urchin smell that I think leaks off of him. And uh, meanwhile, Am- Amber Heard is out of the business altogether. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> her new cologne... Uh, is not going as well. He almost looks like he'd need like simple green to, to yeah, clean off. Yeah. I, mean, it, I don't look at him as like a clean person. They they so doll him do- up for the Savage commercials. He looks great. He's a handsome guy, but I look at him like I just want to wash him. Yeah, he's got a gold tooth. Well, that's not why so much, Brady. Some people have gold teeth. They're decent hair. Yeah, I tell the my entire rap community. Jay, you know, he got it just a. Bling up a little bit. Yeah, but he looks crazy. Yeah. It just looks like bad dental work on an old white guy. Dr. Goldtooth? <laughs> yes, yeah, his gold tooth guy. But yeah, he just doesn't, his, like his mustache and his hair always looks oily and he's in those, it looks like he's, he went to a garage sale at Steven Tyler's house and came out with all the dirty stuff. Brett, did you get in on this vote? Who is hotter? Young Robert De Niro or young Al Pacino? I did not. Yeah. I didn't know exactly. Two hundred seventy-seven thousand votes were cast. And where's it at? I won this thing. Landslide. Pictures of my ass. Forget it. Where do you think it's at? I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to say that. I'm going to say Pacino up. De Niro's a better looking younger guy. Pac- Here we go. You're right at it. It's fifty-fifty. Yeah, fifty-fifty. Because wow. Pacino no wasn't a good looking one of them. No, I was better. He got better with age. Was it? I don't know. I was pretty good looking. I looked pretty good. Go back and watch Godfather 2. I'm pretty handsome. Huh? Yeah, but you don't have the ass I have. I get a track ass. 
I look like I've been doing pole vaulting since I was four. I got a great ass. <laughs> you can watch these. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and I'm like, come on in here, Beverly. I got a great ass. Oh, wait, she's not here anymore. I made twins with her and got out. <laughs> yep. Once you put twins in a 60-year-old, it's time to go. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having a baby right now. It might be twins. You better run, baby. Because guess what your it. wife's not going to have? A great ass. <laughs> Ever again. She'll end up like Lady Longbutts. <laughs> Once a woman pushes out, from, especially from a tight package, like stuffing a peanut through a straw. <laughs> Ain't never the same. You can watch the first two hours of MTV on YouTube. No, thanks. That's why you should always only impregnate the fat ones. Because you don't notice what happened. Skinny, pretty girls get pregnant. Things get ruined. Big ones, they just turn back into big ones. You know the first video played. Yeah, video killed the radio yeah, star. By the Buggles. 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 Second was... Isn't it Blondie or... J or it was a Pat Benatar or something? Yeah, yeah, Pat Benatar, you better run. And then the third, she won't dance with me, Rod Stewart. I knew Stewart was in there somewhere. I, I never heard that. that song. I didn't. I recognize when I um, heard it. Then the first metal video. John Iron says, Maiden Priest. by yeah. Iron Maiden. No kidding. By the way, a guy named JM says that Savage stuff is great for uh, covering up bad smelling office encounters, i.e., stinky fingers. Oh. Ew. <laughs> Nasty. Gross. John, you can buy the uh, bar that was on uh, Cheers. And, the uh, Bull and Finch? Norm, George uh, went, and uh, John Ratzenberger, Normie and Cliff were there uh, to open up the auction. They're sitting no at the bar kidding. talking about it. Um, John's name is, uh, he scratched it with a, what do you use, a, a pen or something. An exacto knife. We saw that earlier. And he said it's an engraving. And Kirstie Alley is also. She, she comes with her it? name. You can have her body. That's no. Nice. Her dead name's on the bar. <laughs> well, her name is alive. Still in the freezer. <laughs> they got her in the, the walk-in at Melville's upstairs. But what do you think the current bid is at right now for the Bull and Finch? Yeah, it's just the bar, and you can you know break Wait, it down and set up in your it's house. It's not. Oh, so it's the oh, bar, it's not the building. No. Yeah, okay, so it's, it's the, the set. set of cheers. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. I thought you were saying the actual That's bar. No, thought, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no. It's yeah. the bar set that they used for uh, the filming, okay, which is so in uh, Texas. Bar. Now, what does that come with? Does it come with the wine racks above and the picture of... Bar includes uh, a counter in three sections with the brass railings, burgundy bar stools. Okay, so it's and, just the bar. Uh, the back bar unit. Oh, the back bar's in it, too. Yeah. Which which would include, I think, right, all the, the picture stuff, of, yeah. uh, of the baseball. Sammy. Sammy's up there throwing a ball and... What would that? That's probably five hundred thousand. Well, at least I'd go like two million. At Current bid a hundred thousand. Oh, I got no place to put the Cheers bar. <laughs> you better build something. I could move some stuff. You could make it happen. <laughs> you could make it happen. What are you I could actually. Might well, have to get rid of the pool table, and I really could enjoy you imagine that. Having how the Cheers cool that would bar be watching inside games. my Steelers bar. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it fit. Oh, it would fit. Oh my. But that's the starting bit. And then you and bit. Megan just doing TikTok videos? Like to All Earth, day. Wind, and Fire? Well, that's, well, no, that's John Jay and Rich and his oh. wife would come over. And What's the website? Let's look this thing up. Hundred grand to start, though. That thing's not going to stay there. Uh, and it probably shows up in big chunks. and you got to reassemble the cheers bar. Just lay in your house in a pile like kindling. And movie sets are cheap. 
There's um, some other cool items up for bids, including the bunker's living room, all in the family. Oh, man. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Batman and Robin's costumes from the 1966 Batman TV series. I would just smell those all day. That was fingers. I didn't expect him to smell the groin this long, Robin. The man's got an olfactory issue. Holy, how long is he going to be in there? It's going to be a while, old chum. The man enjoys the scent of bat dick. There it is. Okay. Sitcom TV oh, ah, that's mild. Ever fantasize about being? Right. Oh, the Carson. St- I looked up Letterman stuff once. That's Johnny Carson's set. Yep. And does this look familiar? It's where Archie and Edith Bunker live. Well, we gotta get out of here. But damn it all, that's not great. I looked up Letterman's desk, and some guy owns it. I wanted Letterman's desk. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it off him. That was cheap too. He went like twenty five grand for it. I'm like that's stupid, but I'll take it. But he wouldn't sell it. Uh, that's it. We're done. Ten fifteen. Holy Christ! We're getting overtime. What's going on around here? Uh, that's it for us. Uh, you guys have yourselves a fantastic day. Larry's back, but just for today, then he's going to take the rest of the week off. One day at a time with Larry. He's basically just the Valerie Bertinelli. He's the Valerie Bertinelli of our of our building. Uh, he's nice to you, uh, so be nice back, and maybe you'll get some prizes. I think he's got some tickets and some stuff for yous, and we'll hand those out accordingly. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.